All right, everyone. We're going to start this episode a little bit different. Get ready for Cage overacting impression in three, two, one. Not the bees! My eyes! Yeah? Right? (laughs) Pretty good, huh? I think I did a good job. All right. Not bad. Yeah, thank you. All right. Welcome, everyone, to the newest volume of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm here, too. It's Nerdy Girl. Not even the actual, not it's even the jelly. actual intro. There you go. <laughs> if you want to just have a character, that's fine. That's uh, fine. I'm here too. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. So yes, if you didn't already know from my amazing impression right there, we are doing the Wicker Man from 2006, the Nicolas Cage version. Woo! It's about time we did Nick Cage on the show, and I just look. We all love Face Off. We all love Con Air. Uh, but this is one that's rarely talked about. It's like a cult classic now. And it's, what? yeah, it just, it just felt right. Wait, literally? I, that's at least what Wikipedia said. I did, I did check it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if Wikipedia said it, it must be true. Yeah. I, you know, I do my research. It's not only Wikipedia, but it was definitely Wikipedia that said this is a cult classic because of how bad the overacting is from, uh, Nick Cage and, plot holes and all that kind of stuff so yeah um, I, he seemed like him like i don't know i don't know if i'd say it's overacting this is the way he always acts really <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know i mean he was very <laughs> he was reserved in con air in face off he was reserved and then went crazy in this movie he is basically a crazy person the entire time yeah, well, I think it's also amplified when we get into it, the fact that the people that he's interacting and dealing with have no emotions, they're, so it's going to come off even more profound. They're absolute dickbags. <laughs> There's nothing. Yeah. It's just blank, mannequin stare kind oh, of a deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, they're infuriating. So that that yeah. is true. I guess if I was Nick Cage, I would also say that my acting would have to be yelling as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Because so, you're not getting anything back, so it's like, well, I have nothing to play off of. I'm not, my partner might as well be the wall, <laughs> right. so I will steal this whole fucking scene. Yeah, he decides to emote. That's that's what he does. That's what it is. Yep. And I will say, look, I mean, we talk about bad movies that are good and actual movies that make us upset. We've had those movies on the podcast already. We've had movies that each of us have enjoyed or not enjoyed, you know, all that kind of stuff. This wasn't a movie that I was ever like bored with in this movie i was never oh my god i'm so angry like i hate this i can't believe i'm watching this like i never felt that way during this movie yeah no i mean i there's obviously some parts where it kind of dragged at times but there wasn't yeah there wasn't any okay so i have 40 more minutes right 30 more minutes fuck i still have 20 more (laughs) minutes like i didn't have any of that no, I thought, and that's, it's not saying this is a good movie, because by all means, no. this is not a good movie. It's absolutely bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's not, it's, it goes in that category of not even so bad it's good, but interesting enough that you're like, how bad can this get? Like that yeah, kind of... I want to know where it goes, just really, okay, so there's like one of four horrible cliche ways that they're probably going to end this. I just want to know which one it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know what other stupid thing another character says and when is Nick Cage going to yell again for no reason? Like that that kind of thing. Like that's yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to know. Yeah. So, I just wanted to put that out there to everyone. This is going to be at least in my opinion, I think this is going to be a very fun review 
because I, I had fun watching it. Like I was just laughing my ass off and being like, I was marking things down and then I had to go back because I had a lot of fucking questions. Like when yeah. I was going over, I had a ton because I was like, is that a plot hole? Is that a plot hole? I think that's a plot hole. Wait a second. Why did this happen? And then I think I've actually formed a theory that makes this movie work. I'm pretty okay. sure. And I don't know if you've done the same thing or not, uh, because we do like to come into this pretty brand new on each other for it. So right. if you do, feel free to let me know. I don't want to spoil the things at the beginning, because obviously this is one of those horror movies where basically the answer or the twist, quote unquote, twist ending tells everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, but it's it's not... But it's still one of those. And the funny thing is, is I would not categorize this as, as a horror movie whatsoever. You you like call this, this more this, this a like, thriller? No, mystery. Like, this is a bad drama. Like oh. it's not even it's like not it's even a mystery. Thriller. Yeah, it's, it's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery movie. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's only the horror elements are only added in sporadically, and it's really only at the end. Yeah, but even then, it's not even like a. I don't know. I feel like I still get more graphic stuff in a drama. Like it's oh. not anything that I was surprised by. Like there's not, there was really no pop out go boom moments. Uh, so, eh. Two, there were two. The the uh, you're not you're forgetting the flashback scenes with the girl those and don't the, count. The, no, they no, don't no, count because just, those were no, jump scares. Just, no, not even though because it was kind of like one extremely predictable and two it seems to be like it's always the same flashback. So well, it's kind of yeah. like well that's why it's funny. Right? I laughed out loud. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, ah, you guys didn't really yeah. really okay yeah no i i definitely <laughs> definitely fucking laughed out loud for sure uh but yeah i no i thoroughly enjoyed my time uh making fun of this movie in my head and writing down jokes for this podcast like yeah, I, I feel like this would have been a good movie if we were actually do like mystery science theater like you want to sit there and like throw popcorn at the screen yeah. and be like oh no i wonder what's going to happen next no very true yeah this would be a fun one and I uh I actually by the way I donated to the Kickstarter for the new Mystery Science Theater so I'm supposed to get all the Blu-rays when they're done or whatever something like that cool. yeah so that'll Very be fun because cool. I've always been a fan of them especially the movie I thought the movie they did was great when they right. uh, when they officially did that but now let me ask you this Kelly so how did you watch the movie what version um, whatever Amazon rented to me. See, now that might be different than the version that I watched. Because, on HBO? Yeah, really? I watched on HBO. I watched, a, I watched the clips on YouTube as well because I was like, oh, I want to go back. I want to research a little bit. And right. it turns out that there were a bunch of scenes from the HBO one that were cut out uh, from that version. Oh, damn it. So it actually makes this it kind of – Yeah, it makes it actually kind of funny that they cut out certain scenes because it actually makes the HBO version even funnier because they dubbed in voices at one point too. So <gasps> I don't know why they did it. I don't know what happened. <sighs> yeah, so it was kind of... I have to rewatch this now. Damn it. No, okay. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, well, you never know. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Um, but yeah, so let's just, let's backtrack. Let's go from this at the beginning. So it is The Wicker Man from 2006. This is a remake of a movie from the 70s. Which I never saw. 1973. Yeah. It's funny because I actually brought this up talking to, um, I was talking to my mom and I actually brought it up to a couple other friends in that um, generation. They're like, oh my God, really? You're covering Wicker Man? And I'm like, people actually know what this is? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 not the one from the 70s, the one from 2006. And right, of course, right. their reaction was, 
they remade the Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so I guess that that's a cult classic as well. But for like a different, but that's what happens with horror movies from the 70s and 80s. People latch on to them as being like some of the quote unquote first. So that's why it kind of gets that way. I don't know. But I I don't know what happened. I think that one's like a cop goes to Scotland or something and has to find a little girl. So it it goes along the same kind of direction as this movie. But I guess one thing, uh, did you get the tagline for this? Uh, apparently there's three of them. Yes. Which one did you get? Uh, something like uh, sacrifices must be made or something. Yeah, some sacrifices oh, might oh, yeah. be made. Yeah. The other one is face your fears. And the last one is um, be careful what you go searching for, which are all horrible and extremely <laughs> vague. Does be careful what, you're, what you go searching for have like the dot, dot, dot after it? Of course. Oh, that's awesome. Any kind, anytime there's a tagline where you can, are they joking or is it like a leading question? Like, You're right. Yeah, that, that's great. Uh, it also has a 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb and a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which says a lot because as we've always talked about, IMDb kind of bumps up that score. So, yeah. wow. Now, they might have bumped it up for the original because I think the original has like a 7.6 or something out of 10. Right. Well, let's see. What is the? Do you know what the original had on Rotten Tomatoes? That I did not look up because I just didn't because we weren't watching that one. I just didn't True. pay. Yeah, I didn't pay as much attention. But with IMDb, they have that section of well, if you like this, you'll like this, right. and it was just right there for me. Oh, let's see if I have it. Do, do, do. Not the biggest of deals. No, I know, but now I'm curious. Of course. What they do? But yeah, I. I, I mean, obviously, this is not rated well. I remember seeing the trailers when this first came out and saying, I'm not going to see that garbage. Uh, Wicker Man 1970. Wicker Man 1973. Is that right? 73, 78. Where is it? Uh, actually, the tomato score is 90%. What? Yeah. Well, no wonder they remade it then. Because they were just looking to capitalize, right? Yeah, they were just looking to capitalize on it. I guess I don't know, but hey, maybe we have to watch the original as well somehow, and wow. and do a comparison. We should have done a comparison. Damn it! Oh well, who has the time to do multiple movies this in a is, week? I know, and yeah. choose a whole, especially when they're two hours fucking long. Is that? Oh yeah, this one was one forty, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's right. like okay, so cool. So we get to block out, you know, four hours to do this. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, let's for, right. let's get let's get started. I guess is probably the best way. To, yeah. 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 Forgive. forgive. Oh, let's do this. Blah. Yes. Okay. So. That's uh, fine. We start off. We start off this movie, and we like like we said, it's probably it's a mystery slash horror cult, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, it's no red state. Yeah, it's no red no. state. That's for sure. Uh, but. It's no gothica. It's no yeah, yeah no no. Yeah. Uh, so they start off in a diner, like you're supposed to see. I guess this is. The outside of Los Angeles for some reason I don't know why, but it's it's somewhere in California. They tell you that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I it's definitely it is definitely SoCal, but it's it's not LA. It's it's no. more north than that. I want to say like probably Santa Barbara area, but it's it's the crappy area where all the farming. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing by the water. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's not it's not by the water for sure. So yeah, they're showing the in the scenery and the environment and shit. And then for some reason they go into a a diner cafe thing or whatever, like a truck stop type diner. 
and they focus in on the the waitress behind the the diner area and Aaron Eckhart's there for no reason by the way has I don't even think he has a line he has nothing to say whatsoever and she goes like hey background character yeah she's just talking to the guy about how his like food is or whatever and then she goes hey to Nick Cage who's a police officer so he's a sheriff and he's looking through these cassette tapes or and and or books and he looks at one that says everything's okay and it's like a dr phil type ripoff type thing right right, right. it's the self-help kind of post-traumatic stress but i don't have the money to actually get pills to make myself feel better which doesn't make any sense coming up but i guess that's what's supposed to i guess this is their way of giving you character development to show that he has a backstory with issues, I guess. Right. But it also makes you feel like it's premature once you realize what is coming up. So yeah. it's kind of like, like you could have just said, you could have just had him taking pills. Like it didn't have to be the self-help book. Right. Exactly. And that's the thing. So I guess because let me, let me preface this as well. No matter what happens in this movie, there is nothing that tells you that Nick Cage has had anything bad happen in his life whatsoever except for maybe one incident which is why he ends up going where he's going but we'll get into that so there's nothing like oh he shot a kid when he was like starting off in the police force or he went to war and you know like there's none of that (laughs) he's not a bad cop he's not you know he's not doing bad things on the side like so there is no reason for this self-help book but I guess that's the way of saying that maybe something happened before, but they don't have time to go into it. <laughs> Apparently not. Yeah. So, so they that, have enough to give you this random diner scene. Yes, exactly. Which still makes no sense to me. So you right. never he- see or hear of these people again. And no. Nick Cage now has like a little montage with eerie music in the background of him pulling over people on his, uh, on his motorcycle, on his police motorcycle. And right. this all means nothing as well. like literally nothing it's just to show you that he is a sheriff that that this is what he does right this is what i do and this uh this is me in a leather jacket that's about it right then so now it's it's broad daylight and he's riding through and a, a station wagon goes by and it's it looks like they're moving. It's got the the woman has a bunch of stuff on the top of the car all kinds of crap it looks packed right yeah it looks packed and then he sees a doll fall out of the back of the car so he, I assume, picks it up, you know, as he's still riding, which was pretty impressive. And right. then continues to ride down, puts the siren on, pulls her over. The woman seems very frazzled, very tired. And she basically apologizes for nothing because right. she doesn't know what happened. Weird. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. she just assumes she was speeding, I'm speeding? guessing. Yeah. yeah. But it turns out he was just picking up the doll. So now there's a little blonde girl, and I have no idea what ages are. So do you know how old this girl should be in the movie? Seven, eight. All right, maybe. Barely, yeah. yeah. So this little blonde girl, and she's a bitch. Like, there's yeah, a- it's one of those, she's old enough to know better. Like, if, uh, if five or six, you could see them throwing crap out the window. That's fine. But, like, seven, eight, you clearly know better that you're not supposed to do that. And she is, like, she, she's kind of got that little demonic, pip-tail, scary, yeah. psycho blonde going on. Yeah, and she, you know, but she thanks him. And he's like, you know, you should be careful. Like, he gives her a little cop speech. Like, oh, yeah, you know, hey, so that we can all be safe. You should be safe. 
Well, what does she do? She fucking throws the doll again. She <laughs> she looks at him and she's yeah. just like, Chuck. Chuck. And <laughs> the mother's like, fuck, I have such a terrible kid. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Pretty much>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but it's pretty much that. Uh, and this is what, so now, before that had happened, a big-ass truck had gone by on the opposite side of the road. All right? So she now throws the doll into the opposite side of the road. Right. Now oncoming you can, traffic. Yeah, onto oncoming traffic. But this is a, you know, Northern California highway, whatever. I mean, it's not many people, or there shouldn't right, be right, that right. many people on yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still a trucking road, but it's not, it's not seven lanes across or anything like that. Right. Clearly, it's like a back. It's like old 66. Like, it's that kind of a feel. Yeah. And they don't seem to be near any major curve or anything that you would not be right. able to tell if something was coming along. Because obviously, right. he looks to the right, and then he goes and he gets the doll, and nothing yeah. is there. Not a lot of traffic Yeah, at all. No, nothing at all. But then, two seconds later, after he picks up the doll, a huge-ass fucking truck head-first collides. Now, they're pulled over on the side of the road, facing right. the way you're supposed to be facing if you're driving. Right. So that means the truck had to change lanes and hit them straight on yeah and even then i mean cross completely over all the lanes and actually go off the road to hit them yes exactly which right. you would have heard i would think like you would hear the truck coming because a yeah, fucking big ass skidding truck. or anything yeah like. whatever it happened to be so that like t-bones the the station wagon so that it's hanging off now the side but not off of a cliff but just hanging off there of and the yeah and now it's on fire and, of course, yeah. it's Hollywood. Yeah, of course. Now, you can't see the, like, you can see the mom, but she's beyond help, basically, is what he's thinking. So, you look to the back. He looks through the back of the station wagon window, sees the girl there who's just doing nothing. She's just standing just there. Not screaming, not doing anything. So, he's like, get down. He takes his helmet, and he tries to, he bashes the window in. And, basically, she's just still staring at him. And he tries to reach in, but then there's the explosion, and he falls backwards. Right. And right. then that's that's it. That's it for that yeah, scene. Right. Yeah. So you're like, okay, uh, I I guess you know, too bad for them. I I don't know. I don't know what the deal you're is. Right. Yeah. That sucks. But it's still one of those things where it's traumatic. But I don't think it's that's not overly traumatic. From for, you know, like cops come across some way more ter- like just coming on accidents where people are already dead. That's way more traumatic right. than that. So that's why it's kind of like, okay. I mean, if you're already having issues. Which they and didn't really establish, except for the book, oh, except for the tapes. I mean, yeah. right? But they don't give you any like actual issues. No, like, this no. This could just be a self confidence thing for all you know. Who knows? Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, so he, so now the next time you see him, he's in his house. You know, he's in his little house by himself, and he's basically like wearing sweats and shit. So you know something happened or whatever. Yeah, uh, paid leave or something. Yeah, and this tall blonde cop shows up, and he knows. They have, I, I don't know how to explain when two people literally have no chemistry together, but these might be the two most un, like, I don't even know how to say it correctly. They have absolutely no chemistry whatsoever. And you can only assume based on the dialogue that they kind of know each other from working together for years, probably <laughs> like years. That's what I think you're supposed to take away from this. Right. Uh, so he finally invites her in and she's like, oh, well, congratulations on your accommodation. So he got some kind of award for whatever happened. Right. Right. That's that's what accommodation means normally. Right. 
Right, right, right. That you, okay. but now, mind you, I don't understand why he'd be awarded something when clearly both people in the car died, even though that's the last scene you see. So they give you still for, for no background her- on whatever well, the hell it for happened. For being heroic, I would assume. Yeah, but... For trying to, for trying to save them. For doing them. your job. Well, I mean, that's what awards are for normally, are for doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they are. That's what they're for. It's not really above and beyond, but okay, cool. I don't know. I mean, technically, going to running to a burning car and trying to smash it open and save people, I would consider heroic. Right? No. 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 That's your job. You're a cop. That's what you're supposed to do. Holy shit, Kelly. If someone had pulled what, over, what and did, like, if someone else had pulled over and like done it all on their own, I'll give you heroic because you're not asked to do that. Cop. If that happens so you're right telling in front me, of you, you're not supposed to walk away. So you're telling like, me uh, people at war, you're telling me people at war, policemen, firemen and stuff should never get awarded for things they do because they're just supposed to be doing it? That's not above and beyond. That's your job. Interesting. I think you're a terrible person. Now, <laughs> <laughs> there are certain, no, no, no. There are certain aspects where obviously you can clearly go above and beyond and obviously helping comrades and blah, blah, blah and stuff sure. like that. But I feel like that particular comrades? incident... You like that? Yeah, okay. Particular incident? Sure. Does not get you don't get a medal for that. Like that's what you should have done to begin with. Well, accommodation doesn't watching mean watching them burn. Accommodation probably he got like a certificate like thank you for trying. Like I'm not you know, I'm not No, I know. It's yeah. not the medal of honor, but right. still. But this is I I mean, I guess in all this is a this is a point that I'm trying to make because I have a question coming up to the next to the next part of the scene. Okay. Which goes on for longer than I think it should. Because no, basically, uh, yeah. yeah, basically, I so he most of that scene yeah. it wasn't necessary. I watched it four times because I had <laughs> to understand what was going on here. So <laughs> he sits down and he's not talking to her, and and she mentions something about you know are you going to you know rumor is you might quit, and he says, I can't. My dad would kill me. So we have no backstory on his father whatsoever. And let me tell you, just spoiler alert, never comes up again. No. Never. So either his father works at the police station or his father just hates when he quits things. I I don't know what it happens to be. But you never hear about it again. So I guess that's just an aside. So he, he sits down. He sits down. And this is the part. So he got an accommodation for something. But then this is the part that doesn't make any sense to it. He goes... Did they ever find the bodies? That's what he asks her. He says, "Does he? Did they ever find the bodies?" And she goes, "No." Or she goes, "No, I never do." That's what she says. I had to listen to it multiple times. I had it's to listen. One of those, Let me pull up the script because that's horrible writing. Yeah. it makes zero sense. It's something similar to that. It's I know she says I never do because he, oh I think he also asked. So he said, "Did they find the bodies?" And she said, "No." And then he said, "Do they know who?" Th- oh, this is sorry, I, I messed it up. So she goes, she says, "No." So they didn't find the bodies. So there's number one. There's number one. Didn't find the bodies. Second is she says, "Guess what? The car wasn't even registered to anyone." So he goes, "Well, then who were?" So he goes, who are they? Or who were they? And she says, I never know. That's Still what she says. Writing. It's horrible writing, but it comes into play later if you remember the ending. So that's what I'm saying is right there, 
the tense that she used and saying I never know means something. So I'm letting the, the viewers, the audience right now know that that's a big timeline. I feel like you're way reading into that. No, I swear. You're, you're, you're I, trying to I connect swear. this and make this movie no, no, work. I swear. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Well, no, we'll, we'll talk about it later on. I just want to mention that to the audience. I want you to bookmark it too because I think that's a yeah, big deal. So I'm, I'm going to call you back on that and be like, that's crap. That's not what they're, trust At, me, they're not smart enough to make that connection. Well, that is fine. That is absolutely fine. <laughs> But just remember, so they cut away, they cut away. Now she had handed him a bunch of mail from the precinct. So he is now looking through that mail and all of a sudden a a voiceover, a woman's voice comes over and I guess it's a note that he got, a letter that he got from his ex-fiance. From the 1700s, apparently, if you look at the note. Yeah, it's it's very old school writing. It's all calligraphy and you're like, what the fuck? And he's reading through and she's like, I know we haven't talked for a long time and I'm sorry, but here's a picture of my daughter and she's missing and I need your help. She couldn't have left the island. She's too young. I live on an island. And she mentions this too. She goes, remember how you used to ask me where I was from in the past and I never told you? Well, I'm from Summer's Isle and isn't that great to know now? And then she goes on. Like it's such a weird transition to... Hey, so I haven't talked to you in years, but my daughter's been kidnapped or something. So right, please, she disappeared. Yeah, I need your help. I can't trust anyone. Would you help me or whatever? So he goes online. He looks up the Summer's Isle, and you see they're an organic farm place or something on an island. And there's bees. That's a big thing too. The fucking bees. So <laughs> be prepared for that. Because it mentions it on the fucking website. <laughs> Bee products. Uh, they, they had to let you know that for sure. So, right. <laughs> so he looks it up. He checks the stamp seal and it's a bee with a crown. And it's like, oh, so this is definitely the place. I've never heard of this before. It's in Washington or outside of Washington or whatever. Right, right. It's on the islands off of Washington or something. Right. So then they go to the police station. And he shows up to, I guess, used to be his partner or something, this guy named Pete, Officer Pete. And he hands Officer Pete the letter. And he's like, hey, do you happen to see who dropped this off? Because there's no stamp on it. So right there, start connecting the dots as well. Because who gave him the letter? Just saying. Just start connecting them dots. So he looks through the letter and he's like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, you never told me about this. Like, he's like... Is this your girlfriend? Was this your girlfriend before? And Nicholas Cage is such a weird thing. He goes, no, she was my fiance. Like, same thing. Because those things aren't connected at all. Yeah, like just say, yes, she right. was my girlfriend and then she was my fiance if you have to go right. to that. Yeah. And then he says, right. yeah, and then she left and I never heard from her again. And he's like, basically, he's paraphrased. He's like, fuck this bitch. Like, why would you go help her? This makes no sense. Right. He's like, right. He's like, try and call her. And he's like, oh, no, there's no phone. I tried. And then he says, well, tell her, like, write her back and tell her to find the father and have him. Help. Right. No shit. Exactly. That's his problem. But what's also weird is what he didn't also say was, hey, how about she call the cops in her area? Yeah, not the one in. Yeah, we're in California. Yeah, not the one in fucking California. Right now, while this is happening, tall blonde cop walks by, and once again, there's no chemistry between them whatsoever. And she goes, uh, she gives him a nice smile, and she's like, "Oh, great to see you." And he's like, "Yeah," and turns around, and she walks away. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was so enthralled by their interaction because I never understood what the deal was, like, at all. But, yeah, so he goes, you know, the, the guy's laughing. The guy's laughing. The, the girl's name is Rowan. That's who he's looking for, basically. And also, the you would daughter, think, yeah. yeah, you would think these are cops. So maybe he would go like, hey, yo, dude, is this your daughter? Like, do you think this is your daughter? Maybe it's your right. daughter. Like, ah. Uh, yeah. Like, so why else would she come out of nowhere? If any of my friends ever had something like this happen and they were like, you know what? She kind of, she looks around like eight or nine. And you know what's weird? My, my ex-fiance left me around eight or nine years ago. I, <laughs> do you think I wouldn't be like, that's your fucking daughter? Like, that's, yeah, your, that's daughter. your daughter. Yeah, that's your, <laughs> that's your kid. So I just started laughing because obviously that's. That's the deal. Is it's got to be his kid? Right, of course. Yeah, there's, there's got to be some actual connection there. Because why else would you not do all these other steps before you randomly contact someone that you haven't talked to in probably ten years? Exactly. To come <laughs> to an island in the middle of nowhere to help you. Yes, to quote unquote help you. Yeah, whatever. Bouncing, wow, wow. So, anyway, that the movie would have been much better if that was the deal. If it was just she right, needed a she needed a ten year old hookup. <laughs> She's just like. <laughs> Please, because all the men here are just. Bleh. Yeah, I need that Nick Cage dick. <laughs> get, get over here. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so next thing you know, now oh, I I I did not mean to forget forget this. So remember when we brought up the pills that you had mentioned? Right. He is on pills now, and it's not oh, yeah. it's not a bad thing. He's taking them probably from the post traumatic stress of what happened on the highway. Right. Yeah. And or it's, what possibly happened further along that they didn't cover. Right. And I think I think he took him like twice the entire movie. So yeah. this is not a plot furthering device. He is not addicted no. to them, nor is he overusing them. Like it's yeah. nothing. He just you you're supposed yeah. to I He's guess. He's not hallucinating. Know. It's yeah. just clearly like, um, I have three seconds to fill and I just kinda of freaked out. I'll take some pills. Right. And when he does when he does hallucinate, he does not wake up and take pills. Like so, yeah, it's no. not even that either. So they don't even right. set this up at all like that. So that's just a, that's a an aside. So <laughs> next thing he does is he just decides all of a sudden, I guess, to go to Summer's Isle because he just gets on a boat. He's on a cruise, he uh, a cruise line thing or something, ferry, ferry whatever. whatever. Yeah. yeah, he gets on there and he sees this little girl that looks exactly the same as the girl who was in the car, and. All of a sudden, a fucking... Now, they're on a boat, by the way. They're on a boat. She's at the... What's the t- top of a boat called? I don't, I don't know. Like, the stern in the bow? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Is she at the stern, then? Uh, what's the... Yes. Yeah, okay. Top would be stern. Okay, so she's at the stern. He's inside, like, reading or something, and looks out, sees this, and all of a sudden, <laughs> fucking truck comes and hits her. That was that was the first of their try to do a jump scare. That was the first. But it's not like blood is going anywhere. It's just you hear a, a honk and a thump. <laughs> yeah. No, and it didn't even like see my mind doesn't even go to jump scare because it was kinda like It was just the loud it was the loud quickness. Like that's what a jump scare is, is a quick movement with a loud sound. Yeah, that's supposed I guess. to you know what I mean? Like if you were in but a theater, like, people would have jumped. Not saying right. you would have, but people yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus if you're watching true. Okay, I'll give you that. <clears throat> So that's like a little daydream or something that he's having. And this right, happens from yeah, whatever. It happens from time to time. And let me also if if people in the audience right now are trying to follow along and be like, I'm gonna guess what's happening in this movie from what the guys are saying. Keep in mind too, the little girl 
in the back of the car and the one that he's daydreaming about being hit by trucks, she is not the same girl in the picture. No. I originally thought that. I was like, oh, no, this is maybe the same girl. So I had to rewind and look. They are not the same. No. No. So that's that's another little aside as well. So he makes it to not the island because he has to stop off at a place before the island. I guess there's no actual transportation to this island well, because it's, it's private. private. Yeah, it's so private. it's one of those that's why I completely get that. And usually with those type of like an island cluster like that, you'd have your main hub and then you'd get a smaller boat or whatever to wherever else you're going or right. in this case it was a plane seacraft yeah. yeah it's a little seacraft and he gets up and this old crotchety guy and he's loading things into the plane and nicholas cage is trying to make like his best like how do you do and the guy is having nothing none of it like whatsoever right so finally you know the guy's explaining like i don't i make deliveries and that's it i don't they're very private we keep to ourselves around here blah 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 blah, blah. and basically it gets bribed with some cash and he takes Nick Cage over there. So right. I was like, okay, that's fine. Because it was such a weird jump cut of Nicholas Cage says, how about you take me and my friends? And it's me and Ulysses Grant. <laughs> so here's some money. And his twin. Yeah, right. and, yeah, and the guy smiles. And then jump cut straight, like smash cut almost, to the plane flying into flying the island. Flying over the island, yeah, yeah. yeah. He arrives on the island. The plane leaves. And he's obviously out of place. He's in like a, a suit, I guess. I don't know, like a yeah, businessman suit. He's playing suit. detective at this point. Which he, I mean, he's a sheriff. He's not a detective. You know, they do ask him that before. Like, hey, you're going to go out for detective? And he's like, ah, I don't know. Right. So he's a sheriff. But so it, he, right. he could be a detective, I'm sure. It's, you know, whatever. So he's playing detective when he gets on this, on this island. And some major, major bitches, like... Talk, start talking to him and are just so mean and that's why i call them bitches they're just so mean there, there's no reason to be so mean to someone new in your area like it, it's very strange so there's a couple of dudes that are, aren't saying anything and they've got this blanket and it's dripping blood and there are these three women there and <laughs> just like not answering his questions asking him how he got there because he's not supposed to be there and this is where I thought, oh, no, Nick, you're pretty bad at being a police officer, is they ask him how he got there, and he's like, oh, the plane guy, and stops because he realizes he probably shouldn't have said that because right. the guy already said he's not supposed to allow people to come on the island, and the woman's like, oh, well, he'll get a stern talking to, so you're like, oh, fuck, he's dead. So right. that's, yeah, that's like definitely that's, happening. That's straightforward, which you kind of figured was going to happen anyway. Yeah. And the blanket's also moving, by the way. Yes. Yes, it is moving. So m many times Nick Cage is asking, like, what's in the, you know, like, I wanted him to say, like, what's in the box? But it's a, <laughs> right. it's a bag. So he's like, what's in the bag? He's like, and his, his question was, is there a shark in there? <laughs> like, that was, his, that was his question. Like, really? That's what you come up with? Like, you couldn't have been like... I don't know, it's goat farm Chickens? animals that yeah, would make some, more sense. Something. But okay. Uh, yeah, I I do actually realize that maybe he shouldn't be a detective based on this first five minute interaction <laughs> with actual people. People, yeah. right? So, <laughs> so yes, they're the the women are being very like standoffish and very like holier than thou yeah. type. Vague. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah, you yeah. definitely have Puritan feel to it. Yeah, and he shows them the picture, and they're like, "Oh, such a shame," but. 
I don't know who this is. And, you know, then he brings up Willow, which is his ex-fiance's name. And they're like, oh, I know a Willow. She's a free spirit and blah, 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 blah. And as he's leaving, like they, they do another try jump scare, which made no sense, where they're like, go ahead and see what's in the in the bag. Like, why don't right. you see what's in the bag? So he goes to look at it and they do the loud music and then it's just like nothing. They just kind of move the bag towards him, but don't right. show you what's in it. You never see what's in the bag, which is really yeah. entertaining to me. And it's like, hey, you really didn't even see what was in the bag. Why would you not go see what was in the bag? Yeah, why would you? And then just be okay with it. You're right, like, oh, it's basically like you're a kid and they're like, you're just like, you guys are a bunch of dicks. Like, you guys are mean. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really mean. I don't want to deal with this. So... They point him in the direction of like the maiden house or something. Tavern. Yeah, something like that. And as he is walking away, the lead, like, really mean bitch is like, it's not her kid. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what? No, okay. Absolutely not congruent at all. Yeah. So he shows up. There's this big old woman there. And she's Sister Beach. All fucking, I don't even remember everyone's name, but I remember her name. And everyone's name's Sister. Like we haven't yeah, even. Yeah, it's by all the, sister, and they're all plant related. Yes, and by the way, uh, Nick Cage has a name, but I don't even want to talk about it because I'm just going to call him Nick Cage. There, there's That's no fine. reason his name means nothing. There's no. Right, and it's never really brought up. It's, I think it's brought up twice yeah. at most. So I'm going to call him Cage or Nick or whatever. So he shows up. Sister Beach is having none of his shit. First of all, another hint that all of a sudden she already knows he's a cop from California. Where there was right. no way, even if they had a fucking bird go tell them that he was here, there's no fucking way. So you know this is a setup somehow just by that, you know. Right. Which you already knew it was a setup anyways, but right there, you know something's up. And he doesn't seem to care. He's just like, oh, do-do-do, I guess someone else told you. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, no. Okay. So he goes up, he's like, hey... Uh, can I? You got a room for me and a meal? C- can you swing it? And she's like, "What is that? Some fancy city folk term?" <laughs> like, what? which is so horrible too. Like, you guys could have been like, "Really? You could have came up with, hey, so I'm here investigating, blah blah blah." By no. the way, do you have room and board? Like a normal human no. person would say to another human person. Yeah, he's like, "I'd like a room and a meal. Uh, can you swing it?" And she's like, I, "What?" And then Willow go. <laughs> Willow shows up. This right. plain, homely-looking girl, and goes, yeah. yeah, and then goes, oh, he means manage. Can you manage that? And I'm not sure manage is even the right word. Like, manage could be used in that situation. Right. I don't think that's the right word to use in that situation. No. So, Willow, strike one. Like, <laughs> your intro has sucked. So, she comes in, and, and Sister Beach is like, okay, well, go make his room. There's one on the top floor. And instead of Nick going with his ex-fiance, who he hasn't seen in years, he's like, you know what? I'll just have a drink first. Like, why not? I'll have, I'll have a beverage. Because I completely trust these people. You guys aren't odd at all or treating me like crap since I've been here. I will easily drink something that I have no idea what it is. Yeah, exactly. And so she's, <laughs> like, she's like, this is mead. It's made with honey and herbs and whatnot. And, and hands it over to him. You're like... Really? So you would think, right, that maybe there would be something up with with said drink? No. Yeah. No, no. There's nothing. Cool. Yeah, Whatever. Nothing wrong whatsoever. So, like, okay, so he drinks it, which I think he overacted drinking it too, by the way. 
uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Like, I can't even do the impression here because it's like, I think he was gulping on purpose. It, it made no sense. It was like, oh, no. This yeah, is... it felt that whole that whole interaction felt like filler anyway. It so did. It, didn't seem like it was yeah, like this, there there was no point to any of this plot really until well, you get to well, and then well you're forgetting then a bee lands, and he smashes the fuck out of that bee, <laughs> and everyone knows. So this whole there's it's a little corridor room or whatever it's a or right. whatever open, and open yeah. space area where it's like a little tavern ish but not really, right? Um, and there's tons of girls there, and it's the bee and they all go <gasps> shocked face. Like every right. single one of them, and Sister Beast goes, "Why would you do a Why thing like that? that?" Yeah, and he's like, "I'm allergic." Now, by the way, just so everyone knows, they kill so many bees the rest of this movie, and no yeah. one reacts like that. Absolutely right. nobody. So that was <laughs> foreshadowing somehow, maybe, but it made. No- or it was one of those. So you're letting everybody know that you have an allergy. Yes. Yeah. He has a he has a bee allergy. So okay. I guess that's that is good to know for this movie. So he goes upstairs, and as he's going by, Willow gives him a look, which I still don't know. I, I she's such a bad actress in this movie. I don't even know who it is. I kind of looked it up. It's like she's a bit part player. She was a coach, yeah, coach check girl in Matrix Three, which didn't even exist. Yeah. I don't even know how they have that on IMDb. Makes no sense to me. Uh, so, uh, anyways, so she slips him a note. And he goes upstairs to his to his room and he reads it and she's like, oh, you know, don't listen to what anyone says and people are watching me. So meet me in an hour past the point. Um, oh, God, it's so great to see your face. <laughs> it's bad. I just can't help laughing. So they cut to him going out and meeting her. I don't know how he knew what the point was. And right. where to go to see her. Right. But he did. So he makes it there. And his his great opening line is, you know, normally when a fiance runs away, she gives the ring back. Like, so you're supposed to, I guess, go like, ah, he has a sense of humor about this. Like, that's that's great. And I guess she's wearing it around her neck. So she brings it out and she's like, oh, I guess I, I couldn't let it go or something like that. And the conversation between them is just so dumb. It's so dumb. Right. And it's one of those things where, like, you're not even really building chemistry. Like, it's one of those, we're supposed to talk to each other and have some sort of past history relationship, but we really don't have anything to say to each other. And clearly I'm finding out that you're kind of a cult freak, so I kind of really have nothing to say to you because these people are fucking weird if this is where you're from. Yeah, that's what, I mean, he's like, oh, I guess I understand why you never told me because this is pretty fucked up. And yeah. she's like, yeah, but I like it, you know, yeah, whatever. But this is where I'm from. Yeah, that's what you do. But then also, I think they took my kid. <laughs> they, by the way. It's not well, right. she thinks someone else took it. It's they, the people she lives with, took her kid is what right. she thinks. The family or whatever. Yeah. So he's like, I'll find her, you know, whatever. And she's like, don't believe anything they say, but I got to go. So, you know, whatever. Okay. Bye. Good luck. Yeah, searching the whole fucking island. Yeah, you've just, never been here before. You've no idea what you're doing or how big this place is or where anything is. But um, trust luck. no one. Yeah, trust no trust no one. <laughs> it's like an X Files episode. Just, <laughs> Pretty much, just, yeah. you have that kind of feel to yeah, it. Where trust, you're like, trust no one. Where the fuck yeah. is this gonna go? Yeah. So he does end up just like walking around, 
and <laughs> he goes back randomly to, interrogating people by yeah, the way right and this he, strange so by the way i'm a cop yeah. like well you know you could have actually shown up in your actual uniform that would have been a little bit more and official, no one seems to care either because they're no, on yeah. a remote island so why right. the fuck would they care uh but he goes back to the inn i guess or whatever wherever his room is and thing. another person this was like one of the only other people that i recognize in the movie is lily oh, she from lily sobieski you don't know where lily sobieski is so from i was looking through the imdb and i'm like and none of this is popping out to me like i'm uh, like you're so fucking familiar joyride did not pop out at you what the fuck's wrong with you shut up <laughs> that's not what my mind went to like i know you but it's not from that um well let's see i do have it open see i know her from joyride for sure but eyes wide shut she was in um oh and the glass house the glass house oh, it's that the terrible glass movie house. the glass house yes yeah yeah, yeah. and one. she hasn't acted well she did one film in 2015 but she took a lot of years off which isn't surprising because she's not a very good actress no she's just kind of unique looking like she kind of fits the horror movie genre well like she's got that kind of face yeah she's i mean she's a good looking blonde girl i mean that's yeah she's cute yeah Yeah, that's and she has one of those names too like i don't think i'll ever forget the name lily sobieski and not because she's good at what she does but because that's just a unique name that kind of sticks with you so as soon as i saw her i was like lily sobieski uh she is coming out of his room and he's like hey have you seen my tapes and she goes, I wouldn't know anything about that or something. Some weird answer. And he says, they're called, they're called Everything's Okay. And she goes, good. <laughs> and walks away. It's away. Right. Which is probably one of the best lines in the movie, by the way. <laughs> but also, I don't know what he was going to play it on. Thank you. That's what my mind kept thinking, too. I was like, you brought electronics to a place where clearly this this is all gas powered. This is all this is all candle, kind of. And it's this not is, like there's no power. And it's 2006. I don't know who's walking around with a cassette player either. Also true. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm not getting my years wa- wrong, right? Like, I had MP3 players. I don't think yeah, people Yeah, by 2006 were... you did. Yeah. I mean, by... Actually, I had an MP3 player in 99. But it doesn't matter. As soon as you get on the island and you realize these guys are from the 1700s, you should assume that they're not going to have a cassette player either. That is true. I, I do definitely agree with that. Uh, so... So that was They're drinking so, mead. I mean, yeah. So the, and there goes and there goes his tapes. So whatever. So he once again has a, he has another hallucination dream while he's while he's sleeping, and now this one I think if I'm not mistaken this hallucination dream and the wh- reason why I went back again is because he dreams of the blonde cop in his house, and once again she goes I never knew th- I never know them and a bee. Uh, like goes on her cheek Lands or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, and he wakes. And then I think the girl gets hit again by the truck. <laughs> I just assume <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just her go to like filler. Every hallucination ends with a dead girl, either being hit by a truck or something else. So, <laughs> you know, have at it guys. It, that's, that's the way yeah. it works. So it's a drinking game. Actually. I feel like you should just sit there and just actually, that's a good idea. Shots every time it'd be way more fun. Or if you see bees, <laughs> Oh God, you'd be dead. He would Oddly be dead. acting bees, by the way, like shit that you're like, why would no one? People would swat that shit away. Yeah, because like, they're don't they're honeybees, and also honeybees don't like swarm and attack you unless you mess with their thing. Or they're Africanized. Yeah, and then, I don't think these ones were. I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. So he wakes up from his hallucination dream and sees a girl that once again looks. I don't know which one he thinks it looks like, 
but it looks like one of the girls from whatever and she's okay. running away from the inn thing so he runs after her now he never sees her again what it is night now it is night now yes 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 um I'm sorry, I should have covered that by saying dream, but technically later on he dreams while it's day. Yeah, so, yeah. he yeah, hallucinates yeah. during the day too, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so he, goes, so he follows into a shed, into a barn or something, goes up to the top of the barn, sees the, I, I think it's cr- the crates that the guy brought over, that also when he brought him over, the, the airplane right. guy, like the, yeah, yeah. the food or the supplies or whatever, sees, or whatever. Yeah, sees those crates and then falls through the floor. Like right. fl- falls through, ca- catches himself, climbs back up, and that's the end of the scene. Right. There, there was, was no, no point to that scene. No. He oh, discovered nothing and nothing happened. The only thing, and this is me looking too far into it, is to say is to say that they had planned on the guy bringing him over on purpose. That's the only thing I can think of by they didn't need the materials. They didn't need those supplies, but they needed that guy to be ready to go. But that's even the, the amount of things that would have had to line up for that to happen. Like which ferry, what day was he going to leave? Which ferry was he going to take? When would he arrive? Would he know to go to this guy? Like that right, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but once again, with my whole theory about this movie, which comes in later, a lot of things had to fucking line up in order to work because otherwise it would not have worked whatsoever. No. And that's like my main plot hole with this entire movie. So we will get to that. But that's the only that's the only thing I was looking because I said there has to be a reason for the scene. It can't just be so Nicolas Cage falls through the, the roof and then climbs his way back up. But apparently that could just be what that was. Right. And uh, yeah, it, there should have been some sort of art discovery, but they didn't really make it clear enough. Like, what they should have done is, like, as soon as he saw the boxes and he read them and realized that it's just empty stuff, or even if they kept finding, if he found more and more boxes and, like, shit was rotting and clearly it wasn't being used, and then, like, he he flashes back to him saying, well, I make deliveries every day. Yeah. That would be more of a, oh, this could be a setup. Oh, uh, yeah. But they didn't even do that. No, Instead, they, they gave you 30 seconds of him falling through the floor, which you really didn't need. Yeah. And there was no girl, obviously. No, no there's like nothing. No, yeah, yeah. no, no. So... Then he wakes up in the morning again, and I think this is what he goes outside. So, no, sorry, he overhears a meeting. There are these two weird twins, these really creepy, gross, blind twins. And they're talking about Sister Summer's Isle, and will she be joining them? And Sister Beach is like, no, we're preparing for the tomorrow day, or some weird way they say it. Right. And like that's the day of death and rebirth or whatever. And it's like, oh, so you're just doing this right outside of his door. All right. Cool. So he comes down and he has breakfast. And there's one of those uh, (coughs) plastic jugs of the little bear with the honey. And there's like it's empty. And he's asking. Yeah, no, there's like barely anything in the bottom. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you throw that out because that shit's never coming out. It'll take yeah. you 30 years for it to actually drip its ass all I hate that. Exactly. So Lily Sobieski happens to be there. And he's right. like, hey. Sister Honey, Sister, by the way. Oh, is that what her fucking name is? Okay. Right. Yeah. So he goes, hey, you know, where's the fucking honey? I thought this was a fucking honey yeah, island. Yeah, this is an organic honey yeah. place. And she goes, she goes, no, you can't have any of our royal honey. And he's like, what? Like, what? Why? Why not? And she's like, well, you can't have any because our 
crop was cursed last year, which is a different story. Because we actually don't have any. Yeah. As opposed to, which is what you could have said. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. Like, just be like, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, we're out. Like, my bad. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. And she's like, oh, I could get you some sugar and gives him like a smile. And I'm like, what? What? Like, where? Where is she? What side of the fence? Yeah. What side of the fence are you playing? So he goes over and I guess they're, I don't even know, we might be going out of order, but I think he looks at the wall and there are the pictures of these harvest girls. I think this is later, but I'm just going to say it now. There are these pictures from every year and there's like a harvest girl around the same age. No, no, age. no, you're right. Right? No, no, no. Then she brings it up to, to um, Sister Beach when she brings the sugar. I didn't happen in my movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So she, she sees, and then there's like one missing. In circles. There's one missing. Yeah, yeah. The last broken, years, whatever. it's broken, yeah, yeah. and and there's no picture. But yeah, every yeah, it's a it's a harvest. It's so culty and like oh, country no, yeah, fair, like yeah. <laughs> all together. Hippie, you know, love child, flower child, kind of a feeling to it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. So then, oh, maybe this did happen. Maybe I just forgot. But yeah, Sister Beach comes over with the sugar, and he's like, "What happened to that one?" She's like, "I don't know." It got damaged last night. Yeah, yeah. When did it get damaged? Like, how does that work? How, what does damage mean? Creepy twins did it. Like, what happened here? Yeah. So he's like, "That's weird." So then he leaves, and Lily Sobieski's out there with like an axe, and he goes and he's like, "Hey, I forgot to ask while I was in there. Like, have you seen this girl?" And shows her the picture, and she just laughs in his face, like that's her answer. And he's like, "Okay, why don't you tell me what happens?" the tomorrow day and she's like it's may 2nd and he goes no no what's tomorrow and he and she goes i already told you yeah and that's her answer and then she (laughs) goes and he's like looking at her which i was too i was just like what this doesn't make any sense and then she goes she takes his hand and goes when you leave will you take me with you you? and he just looks at her shocked and walks away (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of like, okay, you're an extra kind of special. We're gonna leave you here with your axe. Yeah, and I'm gonna go up to hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he tells she tells him like, I guess he's looking for, he's looking for something, and she's like the, the school. Yeah, oh, the school. Yeah. So she's like over up the hill, by the way, and remember up the hill and through the woods. Through the woods, yeah, which is great. And then let's cool. not forget though, by the way, because when it comes to the end scene, I'm gonna ask the same question. There, he's on the hill. So how did he not see the island from the hill that he's on? I'm just going to leave that question out there, okay? And we'll get to it towards the end. Because I think what it is is they really don't establish actual sheer size of this thing. And I think it's one of those, it doesn't matter. Like, you're not going to see It doesn't matter scale. what your name is. <laughs> it's not going to be, you're not going to see the full scale of what's there. Okay. And especially with it being the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Those are giant fucking trees. Okay, so like, I'll give you. Okay, I'll I'll give that then. That's fine. That's that was a question because of the end scene, but we right. we'll, we'll get there. And I know yeah, I'm yeah. sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So he's traveling through. He sees a bunch of women. They don't talk to him whatsoever. And he's just like, okay. They're all pregnant. Yeah, yeah. They're all pregnant. And he says like, good morning. And they just like look at him and then walk they away. Just walk by. Right? Yeah. Um, no men, by the way, have said anything. Uh, and right, they're and you always come across a lot of them either. Yeah, they're grunt workers when he does, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So he makes it to the little schoolhouse thing, and 
this made me fucking laugh out loud. <laughs> they go to the school and the the woman teacher goes, Sister Rose, I guess, or whatever, goes, Okay, children, it's all little girls. Probably it's the all same girls. probably the There's same no ages, men. right? Like seven to nine, ten, maybe somewhere around there. Ish. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, Okay, children, are all right, girls. Uh, what is men's true being or true self? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. True fulfillment. True, yeah, something like that. And they right. all start chanting, phallic symbol, phallic symbol, phallic symbol. And he laughs too, which is even better. He laughs. He's laughing at the doorway. And then they're all just like, bam, <gasps> like eyes on him. Like, what the fuck? There's a phallic right. symbol. Like, bam. Right. Yep. So he comes in. He starts playing his cop thing like, oh, hey, children, I'm a police officer. Would you like to see my badge? My like badge? that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And this woman's having none of it. She's like, okay. who the fuck are you and why are you in my classroom? Like, but that holier than now, I know why oh, yeah. you're here, but you're a douche and I'm not talking to you right. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Calls him, anything. Calls him uh, Don Quixote uh, a few times, she actually. Quotes she Don quotes Quixote it and calls him it later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets annoyed. He's asking, he sends a picture around. I thought the girls did a really great acting job of every single one of them studying the picture and then not answering his question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever. And there's one empty desk. <laughs> one empty desk in the room. So he goes to the back of the room and he opens the desk and a fucking crow fl- flies out. Right. And he's like, why would any, what, what is going on here? And one of the girls is like, we wanted to put it in there to see how long it would last. And he's like, you're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he goes to, he goes to Sister you don't Rose. You do that. Yeah. He goes to Sister Rose and, what what are you doing? What are you doing, these children? Give me your ledger. Like, let me see your take your attendance and whatever. And just goes and does whatever he wants. Gets the attendance out, and right there with the name crossed off is Rowan. Is the name of the girl that he's that looking he's for. Looking for. And he goes, okay, you need to. You're all a bunch of. He calls the little girls a bunch of liars. <laughs> he's like, you're all a bunch of liars. And they don't, they don't give a shit. And Sister Rose is like, come outside and we'll talk in private. And she's got right. that hoity-toity, better-than-thou like tone in her voice. And he talks to her. He's, you know Rowan. Like, what, what's happened to her? Blah, blah. And he's not yelling yet. This isn't yelling, Cage. No, Technically, yet. like, he did kind of yell in the, in the classroom. But now this is the, I'm going to get my answers, Cage. You know, that kind right. of thing. Yeah. So he asks her, and he's like, what happened to her? And she goes, she's going to be burned. Or she's, yeah, she's going to be yeah. burned. And yeah, he goes, she will be burned. yeah, she will be burned. And he says, what? And she says, I said she what I, burned. she goes, I said what I meant to say. She was burned. And yeah. he, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go check out the graveyard. You know, and he's, oh, all right. The mother's delusional. She's been, um, you know, she's been frantically looking, but, I mean, she passed away, and we've all accepted it, and we don't consider her a person anymore because now she, you know, she's, you know, she's with Mother Earth and this and that, so that's why we we don't refer to her as as her being anyone anymore, like that kind of a deal. Right. Yeah, so he he just doesn't care. So he goes to the, he goes to the grave area with the, where there's a burnt out church but not a not a recently burnt out church it's like hundreds of years or years whatever old. like yeah, that yeah. kind of thing yeah and then willow shows up 
So he says, you know, hey, they're telling me your kid is, you know, Rowan's buried out here. Like, what's the deal? And she goes, no, they just don't understand her. She's alive and blah, blah, blah. And she mentions the church and says, oh, yeah, there's the there's the the crypt. And it's and he goes, well, there's a new lock on here, which is probably one of the first detective things he's done the whole time. Yeah, he's like, but this is a new lock. And she goes, well, it's flooded. He's like, "Okay." So they sit down. <laughs> yeah, that was like it. It's like, okay. We're so. just letting you know that there's a crypt here and yeah. that it's flooded. So later on, you won't be surprised that he randomly finds a crypt that's flooded. Right, right. So it was good foreshadowing for later. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So not we, really, because it's blatantly well. like, so that thing right there, we're going to probably use that later. Like, it's right. Much right. <laughs> so he sits, he, he sits down with her and they're talking. And once again, she's like, no, I'm not, you know, crazy, whatever. Like, you know, Rowan is alive. And then she slips doesn't slip and says i want our daughter to be safe and this is there is no reaction uh. yeah there is no reaction on cage whatsoever there is no shouting there is no what the fuck you fuck <laughs> like why didn't you tell me like all this kind of thing i have a daughter right. i can't believe it like nothing he just goes you should have told me and <laughs> that was like it You're right. that was it well, I don't know, but see, I think what it is is I'm gonna let that pass only because you've been dealing with so much weird shit. This is the first like kind of normal. Okay, I can see where this obviously that of course she is. You know, right? I like, guess you've that, been dealing with that's why you called me. Where you're kind of like, yeah. all right, you could have said some other really fucked up shit to me right now. So I'm kind of like, I can completely accept that. Okay, cool, she's mine. Like, <laughs> right, right. I, no, you're you're right. I, I'll energy. give him a pass. <laughs> I just I would have loved like a really cool reaction from it. Like that's what I would have wanted over top reaction no, right. like i'm leaving this island i can't believe this i had a child <laughs> you never told me you know right. or, who's apparently dead according to everybody else or like yeah or what would be even better is if he would have said no fucking way i want a blood test i'm leaving like <laughs> like that would have been he was okay searching for someone else's kid but when it's his kid he's like, yeah, he's like no nope. no there's no way no no i'm not not doing this <laughs> so I'm sorry, I just stopped laughing. So they they cut, they smash cut to to her room, to her daughter's room, to Rowan's room. And he's looking around. It's like the plainest room you could ever see. It's just like no one lives there, basically. Yeah, it's it's all whitewashed, which is interesting. Cause you're not coming across any type of um, structure or decoration like that anywhere else he's been so far. Right. So it's kind of like... It's really sterile for a kid's room. Yep. Or, I mean, the whole the whole house is, from what you can see from the hallway and stuff, everything is just whitewashed. Yeah, for sure. And she goes, oh, well, that's her desk that she, like, writes on, writes, you know, papers on. She likes on to draw. She likes no, to no, draw, no, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and the first thing he does is look underneath the desk. And underneath the desk are all these weird fucking drawings and a big help me, like, right, scribble, scratch in it. it. And he just goes, hey, have you fucking seen what she draws like look under the desk is and she, she doesn't what is this yeah she doesn't uh look whatsoever yeah, but she actually responds with it she's like yeah so yeah so uh, that's what okay. she does now do they i forget do they do they kiss here or is it later it's later is it later okay sorry spoiler alert i mean we're going through the movie but i couldn't remember but i think he he hears the plane show up though doesn't he Right, and he, he wants, wants to go. Yeah, he wants to go use the radio because obviously things are fucked up there. He wants to call for backup, 
By the way, he's had a flip phone the whole time, yes. and he keeps looking for service. Now, mind you, if there's not a cell tower anywhere on this island, he's not going to get service. Right. Period. It's not going to happen. Yeah, because he needs – he actually – we did forget this. On the boat that he was coming over, he tried to call Pete, his officer Pete friend, to let him know that he was going. But so he leaves partial a partial message that says, "Hey, I'm glad I got your message, your answering machine, because you're gonna laugh at me," and it cuts off because he doesn't get any more service. And I'm sorry, but why the fuck wouldn't you have left? Hey, just to let you know, if I don't show up in like two weeks, this is where I'm going. Come fucking find me. Well, let's also say Hello. this, though, Kelly. Let's also say this: the guy is a police officer, so if he ends up missing, he's got a half part voice message. He already had a conversation where he knows Summer Isle. So he knows that's where he might have gone. Right. And he like there are things that this cop should be able to put together, by the way. So we'll leave that for Hopefully. later. We'll leave that for later. So, right. So Cage runs down to the to the um you know, the dock. Dock. And the plane is there, but can't see any. It says we'll be back soon, like there's a sign there. So he sits down and you can see underneath the dock for some reason like there's a glass yeah, there's chamber or something yeah it's yeah, something yeah. it's something weird so all of a sudden he sees like a dead girl's body so well, he falls asleep first because because they, they do a time lapse where he's oh, sitting there i thought and he, like, well here's awake, the, he, and then he, no no i thought you were supposed to think this was real but it was actually a dream that's what you were so you weren't supposed to know that he fell asleep well, no, no, but no, no, no. But it before you get to that point, he, okay. he like it's showing you the time lapse because yeah. he like jerks for a second and then oh. he realizes he, he hears yeah, something yeah. underneath the dock. Yeah, and then so that's another jump scare. He takes off his shit, jumps in, goes over, holds the girl in his hands, and then wakes up and goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> and then looks down and he's got the dead girl in his arms. Sam's again. Yeah, so it, it, he incepted himself. And then yes. he wakes up. So he had two <laughs> dreams there in a, in a yeah. row. Yeah. So then I guess he realizes, oh, I've been here for a while. That I'm just going to go swim out to the plane now. So, Which is one of those things where, I'm sorry, I would have done that initially. Especially if there's nobody there to like stop you. I'd be like, shit's going down. Well, I gotta be I'm immediately going to the plane. I got to be honest. If he lost his everything's okay tapes, I don't know if he's got the appropriate clothes. I, I don't know. Does he have anything to change into? I have no idea. So I'd be a little hesitant. But he does he does swim out there. Obviously, the radio is jacked. Destroyed. Like, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. Swims back, puts his ship back on again. So now he's all fucking wet. And where does he go from here again? This is where I get a little bit, like, not exactly sure. I think this is oh. where he goes. I know where he goes. Sorry, okay. not to interrupt. He goes to the doctor's house. The doctor slash because right, he's trying to find the photo from yeah. last year. Yeah, right. the doctor slash photographer. Right. <laughs> Makes so much sense. So this is the woman from, uh, I don't remember her real name, but she's in a lot of episodes of uh, American Horror Story. The older yeah. one uh, with like the, I think she has a lazy eye, I think the redhead. Great actress. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Great actress, terrible in this because this is what it's meant to be is is terrible. Right. So he asked her about the photo. She's like, "Sure, I could get you that, but not now, because you know." But I'm let, about to leave. But but let come on in, and she just happens to have a book on her table that she's going through that says like ancient rituals, 
like <laughs> ancient rituals of the gods. Yeah, so yeah. he so he looks at it as like, okay, I'm gonna go now, and she's like, okay. He leaves, waits there, obviously in, the bushes. in the bushes. Yeah, hides in the bushes. Then two women in like beekeeper masks show up and take and like hurry up. You come on, sister, whatever the fuck. Like, come on, let's go. And he p- takes out his trusty lockpick, which I didn't know he just carried on him. And right. all cops do apparently. Yeah, picks the lock, goes in, finds all these fetai, fetuses. However you say fetuses. it, fetuses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm glad you knew what the plural of that was. <laughs> so he's got all these feet eye. Awesome. <laughs> looking at him. In and like, like basin jars yeah, and stuff. There's like, a chair with the stirrups, kind of, all that kind of shit. But it's like turn of the century, looks like a torture device kind of a deal. That's not Pre- what they much. look like now. Pretty much. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank goodness gracious. Jesus. Yeah. So, and then he finds all the photos and finds the one with Rowan, his daughter. Right, who's apparently the the ceremonial whatever for that festival. Right. Then he steals that. Then he goes back to Willow. Right? That's right. when they kiss, right? Right. Yeah, they kiss because he's like, what is this? You didn't tell me she was part you of this ritual. You haven't been telling me everything. Let's make out. Tell me everything. Yeah, yeah let's make out now. Uh, yeah. yeah. And now what, what happens after that? <laughs> I feel like I've been talking a lot. Huh. His goal is he still has to meet um, Sister Summer Isle, the woman who's apparently running this whole damn thing or whatever it is. His goal is to go track her down. And in doing so, he manages to run through where all the fucking bees are. The most amount of bees. So many yeah. bees. Right. And he does it's all have the hives, to. And it's one of those, they're flying ever. Like, you know where you're headed. Like, I don't right. understand how you suddenly tumble into this kind of a thing. And by the way, they did show before in his suitcase, he does have EpiPens. Yeah. He was smart enough to bring his EpiPens. I think they're on him, too. Yes. Like, he does carry them around, at least. At least that's something. But, yeah, so he just runs through tons and tons of bees, and he ends up uh, passing out. Right, because like, he obviously gets stuck and whatnot. Right. So then he wakes up, and I guess he's in Sister Summer Isle's big house or something, and the doctor's, right. the doctor's there with him. And I, the doc, he says, did I use... Did you use the EpiPens or whatever? And she says something like, we fixed you the old-fashioned way or something. And then never gives you any more detail yeah, after there's that. Nothing. I'm sorry, that would be my... Okay, so what'd you do? Yeah, She's I like, would love to know why I'm not, no longer... De- like, why am I not dead if you didn't right. use the EpiPens? Because it seemed like he had a serious fucking allergic reaction to bees, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, whatever. So, yeah, and there nothing comes of that later on either, just so you know. Like, okay, we, that's awesome. Like, I guess I'm okay. So he's kind of sort of naked, gets up, gets his stuff on, right? And now this is where you see for the first time that he has a gun. Right. Right? Now, once again, it's going to come up later, so I want you to notice it now. Bookmark this. He looks at the chamber. No, no, checks yeah. He it. pops the clip. Yep. Makes make sure, sure that it's loaded. Still in there that yep. fucked with his gun. Clips it back. Snap. Bam. He's a cop. He uses his gun all the time. He knows how much they weigh probably in his hand. Knows all those things. Remember that in your head. This isn't a right. normal person. This is a cop. All right. right. Just, just saying. All right. So finally, they take him out to see uh, Sister Summer's Isle. Yeah, Sister Summer Isle. And she is like the queen bee, I guess, pun intended. 
Right. No, yeah, there's definitely some weird, like, she's got, like, harems around here. Because yeah. they're all, like, kind of in, like, these weird nightgown things. These these more younger girls, like, mid-teens. Nobody's saying anything right. when they follow her around. And she's, Very attractive you know, women on this island, by the way. Right. Like, there's Men, some... Interesting. No, oh, and I think we forgot one part, too, where he went to help uh, some men that were doing logs. They were They were trying to put logs on this cart. That's after the scene. Oh, okay, whatever. So he help, He tries to help, and they just won't talk to him. They won't even acknowledge him. And then right. there, a bunch of logs are falling, and he like pushes the guy out of the way so he doesn't get hurt and never gets thanked. And he's just like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore, and leaves. Yeah, but see, not going off on a tangent there. Okay, Tangents. so all the, girls, all the girls are being educated, clearly, because they're the only yes. ones in school. Right. They also had – we didn't cover this. They also go to where all the little boys are in the fields working and cutting down stuff. Yeah. Now, I feel like – they're making it to the point where the men are so illiterate that they know that right. they're not supposed to talk to strangers. Like, that's what is Yeah, being they're just servants. Second they're, class, right. exactly. Yeah. And that gets brought up in a second anyways. So right. and that's why I thought it had already happened before is because it gets brought up here. But yeah, right. so by the way, the first, so she's like, there's got this like queen kind of thing. She's obviously much better dressed than everyone. Everyone else looks like they're, you know, in the 1918, yeah, peasants yeah. kind of thing. She's got like flowing gold robes and like all this kind of shit. Um, right. You know, her hair is done up. Cult it's all leader. silver white. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Full blown. So the first thing she says to him is, so I heard you had a little trouble with our little friend, the bees, uh, you know, pity or yeah. And he goes, he goes, yeah, uh, they almost killed me. And she goes, pity. Pity. And instead of him going, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He goes, pity as in I survived? I or pity that I didn't die. Didn't die. And, and she then, doesn't answer. Yeah, and then she doesn't answer, and they just have a conversation now. <laughs> <laughs> so right on, the, right on the right foot there. So he's talking about them being a cult, and she's like, oh, you know, whatever. So... You know, well, no, no, no. well, she also gives you the history. So apparently, this was uh, this came over way, way back at the beginning of the country. The problem is, is they initially settled in Salem, if that gives you no. And they, bookmark they, that, that. Was, bookmark that. I'm <laughs> so coming that back to very, that later. Very discouraged. Yeah. Uh, and then they realized that it didn't take them that long to, you know, cross the country and realize we need to completely seclude ourselves, and that way we can be the way that we need to be, and that's just how we are. Right. And she said, you know, she talks about how there's a goddess that kind of runs the island and she's the caveat. She's the speak piece. She's the for, Pope. Yeah. There's, right, there's yeah. a god and she's the Pope. Yeah. This goddess, oh, go- goddess though. Yeah, goddess. Don't, right, right, don't forget right. yeah, that. It's yeah. a mother nature kind of yeah. that because feel. he asks her, he's like, so I see all the men here don't seem to matter in your little citizens. Yeah. yeah right. And she's like, no, we love her. We love our men, you know, for breeding. <laughs> that's yeah, like, that's well, we, we don't cow down to them, but we use them for their sperm. Like there's yeah, yeah. there's no there's no other reason. Yeah, for she you. says we're not subservient to them, and you know all right. that kind of stuff. Yeah, so he's he's not happy with that answer. You're right. And, yeah, and he's like, well, what if some of them happen to have boys? And she's like, well, that depends. End of answer. Then doesn't answer. And that's right. it. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's talking to her. And they're going back and forth a little bit about how, you know, he, he's in, in a normal society and all that kind of stuff. And right. he... So they start he, belittling each other. Yeah. He's, they, oh, they definitely start belittling, belittling each other. And then that's when Shouty Cage comes out. 
And he's yes. like, you're going to give me answers for this or whatever. You're This is uh, this is my daughter. I'm sure you were able to guess that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of figured. And he's like, I need to exhume her body and, and find out what's going on, if there is a body. And she's, she goes, well, I thought I already gave you permission. Here's a bike. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and a guy well, brings out and the like, bike, and then they get into a little argument before that about whether, like, what is murder and what's not murder. Yeah. And he's like, murder Even if it's is murder. Theory, it's not murder. Yeah, yeah. That so is the literal line. Right, <laughs> murder is murder. So, awesome. so he gets, he's all mad, and he gets on his bike, and he pedals off to the to the graveyard, and he digs and he digs, and he gets to the grave, or the the um casket, opens up the casket. There's a burnt doll, or the face is burnt. On this right. doll. Now it is not the same doll from the whatever happened at the beginning. Yeah, of the movie. yeah, it's not the same doll from the the car wreck or whatever you want to call that. But it is a doll. And by the way, right. I'm not I'm not too happy with this movie. I mean, look, I am completely fine with women ruling everything and guys being subservient to them. Like, who needs to hear a guy speak? Am I right, ladies? Snooze, snooze. <laughs> <laughs> only thing you guys are good for yeah see that's snoo snoo yes oh futurama references yes so i i am completely fine with that <laughs> i don't i don't care uh so he gets that he gets that fucking doll and he goes over and he tries to say you know he's looking around and he hears voices he hears like little girls voices like down in the um crypt. yeah in the crypt so, but it's unlocked. Now. So, yeah, now it's unlocked. So he opens it up. He goes down. He sees the flooded part, and it's like a little porthole, basically, to get to get in there. So he opens it up, and he takes off his jacket, puts it to the side, and jumps in. Right? <laughs> yeah. It makes no sense because there's now there's not enough room for a girl. If a girl was down there, she'd be dead. There, right. There's and no, there's no doubt about it. And another thing is, why is it lit up? Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot you're of sense. You're not in the dark. Right. You swim in around. Like, you can clearly see it. Like, it's murky, but it's like you're in a crypt underground. Why is there – this should be black water. Like, what are you going to look for? Right. Yeah, exactly. So he does find a sweater for some reason. And then right. while he's down there, he hears somehow that they've closed the – the latch Portable. yeah and put right. a stone on top of it or something now right. as he swims back up there's enough breathing room in between the portal and he's able to put his hands up and now what i can't tell and i don't know if you can t- you could tell this or not now this is nighttime right this is nighttime right he's in here right. now can he stand and still have his head above water or is he holding so. himself like, i think he needs to hold himself up or then that's loop then that's over. fucking nuts because right. he has to be under there for hours because he does not get rescued until the morning. Right. And he's still there holding on. Like yeah, he yeah. is You can see his arm up and wrapped around to try to yeah. Like he's literally Superman. Like that is impossible if he had to do that the whole entire time. Right. Like, and it's one of those you don't know the temperature of this, you don't know like it's one of those hypothermia like yeah. he would have been dead. Right. So Willow hears or knows he's there whatever it happens right. to be. Willow shows up and opens it up for him. Now, he has the strength somehow to pull himself up out of here, too. Which right. I don't know how that's possible. And not miss a beat. He doesn't complain about being cold. He doesn't complain right. about anything. He's completely energized. He's kind of wired. Yeah. And he still has the sweater. So it's got RW, which is the initials of Rowan. Rowan Woodland. Right. or what? No one cares about the last name. Right. It means nothing. So 
he he hands her and she like kind of sniffs it like a mom i guess i don't know she kind of like sniffs it yeah it it was weird it was weird now second thing bookmark for everyone this was the only time from here until the end that he didn't have his gun with him because i'm assuming he did not jump into the water with it well you see him take everything like you take it well he has but he has his shirt he has his shirt on and his pants Right, but you could, I mean, I guess you could assume that it would be in the coat, but that still didn't go in the water Right, so that's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming this is the right. only time he was away from his stuff. Weapon. R- weapon. Now, you don't see Willow come down with his coat. You don't see that. No. She just comes down. All right, I'm just, I'm making a note of that as well. All right, so everyone remember this in your, in your heads here. So he leaves, he leaves, he picks up the doll. He's still all amped up, right? He's not tired or almost dead, as he probably right. should be. Because I don't think he's eaten anything since that first time in the morning. We're on day we're on day two now, or day three, right? Day three, I think. Day three, technically. Yeah. Right. So, of his travels, or whatever you want to call it. Right. I mean, and he's already gone into anaphylactic shock. Like, he's had a lot of shit happen to him, and he's going pretty strong. Yeah, really strong. Yeah. So then, this is one of my favorite moments in the movie. Awesome. He picks up the doll and he goes over to him. He goes, is this her doll? And she goes, she goes, yeah. He goes, how'd it get burned? He goes, I don't, how'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? Like just top of the flips out, flips the fuck out. And she just goes, I don't know. And that's, that's it. No more doll talk. That was enough. That right. was, that was enough. He is, he is done. He goes, fuck all this. I'm going to find out what's going on. You go back home. You stay there. And she's like, what, what, what's going on? And he goes, I have a feeling something bad is going to happen. And then he does the most awkward kiss <laughs> and tells her to get. Because I'm supposed to do this. All right, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> get, to, get to stepping, bitch. <laughs> go, right. go home. Go oh. lock yourself in the house. So he then starts to go to every single house. That happens to be just around like little houses or whatever that you've never seen before. He just starts no, going. No other characters yeah. you've been introduced to. Yeah. He just starts going to all of them. And in them, he runs into little girls that are in like furry masks. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it, it, it. Very much like very Bioshock is where my mind too. Like that's what it looks yeah, like. It's old school, kind of yeah. Old school. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be a sacrifice thing that they're doing. Right. right. So, it's very pagan. Yeah. Very pagan. Neo pagan, whatever you want to oh, call it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the woman's like, the first house he goes to, who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I don't need your fucking permission. <laughs> and he's like, I, I am going to search every house until I find Rowan. And if anyone gets in my way, they're being brought up on murder charges. And he goes, you have my permission to stay the fuck out of my <laughs> Like, yeah, Nick, way to go. Like, tell these bitches. Like, this is, this is a man. Right? This is a man talking. Like... <laughs> Well, it took you long enough to actually lose your shit, too. Like, really? Yeah, and well, almost drowned I mean, you and kill you before he did you it actually... A, he did it a few times. Let's, let's right. be honest. He did it a few times. But uh, that was, yeah, this is him losing his mind now. So now he starts going around, like, knocking the mass off little girls because he needs to see if Rowan's around. And the one thing I thought was hilarious was at one point he opens up a cabinet and a girl is in there, a live girl is in there, and she pratfalls all right. the way. And I was yeah. like kudos to you for going along with the bit because she hits the ground and oh, then yeah. starts laughing at him 
at him. And then the, the whole family starts laughing at him. So creepy. Yeah, she did not catch herself on the hands. Yeah, it was so weird. It's so fucking <laughs> weird. So starts going once again. He's finding more little girls and hitting their masks off. Uh, and then he goes to the beach to where the dock is. And the fucking plane has sank. And then you Apparently. see more little girls like jump up all creepily with their masks yeah, yeah, to, with the to masks watch him. On. Yeah, to watch him. And he goes over and he sees um, in the trunks of trees or whatever, he sees the guy. He sees the pilot. And he's just been like tortured to fuck. Like he's got his eyes X'd out and his mouth is sewn shut. And he's got all these like wooden things put in his fingers and his hand. Like they went to town on that guy. Like for sure. (laughs) So he's all pissed off. Uh, He runs back to the hotel and you see... Sister Beach is there with the bitch that she told to take care of the first one he meets, the one who's really yeah, nasty. Yeah. yeah. It looks like she's in a butcher's outfit, by the way. Which, you know, makes right. kind of, yeah. Uh, and Sister Beach is like, did you do that thing I told you to do down at the dock? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and Nick Cage comes down and that, that, that chick leaves. And Sister Beach, now Sister Beach, like I said, is a big woman. She's a big, Oof. she's a big woman. And she's like, oh, and she's always smug with with Cage. And she's like, oh, looks like you're not having too much fun or something, something along those lines. Right. And Nick Cage just looks at her and knocks her the fuck and out. Punches her. Knocks the her the awesome. fuck out. <laughs> it was hilarious. Because, <laughs> you know, she could take care of herself, too. But he knocks oh, yeah. her out. She knew it was coming. Yeah. yeah. One punch knocks her out. She looks like she's probably got 50 pounds on him anyway. Yeah. And she was about to get into a huge-ass furry bear suit. Because <laughs> so it's a festival and it, everyone dresses for this. It's Festivus for the rest of us, yes. Yep. Now, while this is happening, they cut away to now... At some point, Cage was also searching through Sister Summer's Isle's huge-ass house. And there's where there's more creepy. That's where the horror stuff comes in. Because at one point, he opens the door, swings it open. And I think it was Chong. Chong was there all bees stung him and he was naked on the bed so yeah so case is like i don't want any part of this goes yelling for sister summer's isle and goes into another room where there's a naked chick who you don't get to see naked but she's naked because she got bees covering her and she's like giving him a weird smile like what the fuck uh and then he knocks on the door and pounds on the door can't get in and that's the one where she's in there and she's like laying like a goddess on her bed and the woman's like he left and she's like excellent like okay that's right fine but so while this is happening everyone's congregating with their fucking furry outfits on and it's guys and girls um too just so everyone knows it's the weird guys and then it's all the women but all the women everyone's dressed in some weird shit costume of a animal and like, basically, it's yeah. like it's a bad run fair but it's very much um it's very it's a pagan festival like yeah. it's it's all animals and goats and rabbits and it's it's all yeah it's all that type yeah. of feel to it and sister summer's isle has half her face bravehearted yeah like, no my mind went to so you're a fan of the rams because you look like yeah, you're going was, to a football game like it's not it was there's, weird there's no ceremony to this yeah. whatsoever everybody else kind of makes sense right. you don't but they tried for the ceremony and they did a whole march and while this is right. happening cage has gone into like the male quarters, I guess, and went to all the guys playing like cards or just like sitting there and is like, guys, I need your help. Don't be afraid. And they like just give him like a meh. 
So they're yeah. unintelligent, you know, they probably can't right. talk and all that kind of stuff. So they're the subservient ones. <coughs> Excuse me. So let me see. Oh, so then after, so Nick, Nick Cage tries to get in the bear suit, but Lily Sobieski's having none of that. So she attacks him from behind for no reason. I like, I still don't know what side she's on because she wanted to leave before. Like, I, right. I guess she's just, I think they told everyone just fuck with him. Like, I think yeah. that's all they did because so now she's fighting him. He fucking punches her in the face and then kicks her face into the wall. Yep. Like he knocks her the fuck out too. So right now that is two full grown women. Like Lily Solbieski is a, a smaller woman, but that's two full grown women that he has knocked out. Like Cage is on a roll. He's, he's on a roll. He's standing up for guys everywhere. He's like, I'm not letting this happen in my place. Like we're we're taking this out, so she passes out. He gets the bear suit on. Now I'm not missing anything up to here, right? No, you're good. I think we covered everything. I think. Yeah, All right. yeah. All right. So movie ends there. No. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's it. That, that's you're it. Like, that's it. Fuck. And that's why there's plot holes. So, uh, you know, Sister Summer's Isle. I want to. Oh my, Kelly. You know what I want to keep saying? I want to say <laughs> Summer's Eve. Like that's all. I'm fine with that. Totally. Isn't that a feminine product? It is. (laughs) Okay, there you go. And it's pH balanced, so you're good. Well, good. I would hope not. You don't want to be unbalanced in your pH. It's not. It's not good. Coming from a scientist. Just let you know, I kind of want to send you a commercial for this, where the dude accidentally uses it, and that cracks my shit up. I mean, it might be the first time in my life I've seen a funny commercial. So not. So knock yourself out. Sweet. (laughs) So. Uh, so Sister Summer's Eve is is walking everyone, like the whole town or whatever, around the island, basically going through all these different things or whatever to get to one specific place, apparently. So Nick Cage shows up in his bear suit and Willow's there and Willow's got a mask thing on, too. And he's like, I told you to stay at home and so, she's like yeah yeah he's pretty much like what the fuck why are you here and yeah. she's like i have to go yeah like, she's like what is she goes what are you talking about i have to go and i'm like no you didn't have to go no. like we know you're bad so like you can you're stop right. pretending you, yeah. yeah you can stop pretending this so they make the walk they're they're going <laughs> they go down and then they finally make it to where they they're supposed to be and there for the first time possibly is rowan and she's tied up kind of to a post. To a post. Yeah. Because they've been leading you to believe she's going to be burned, right? Right. That's that's the whole point. So this has nothing to do with the girl from before. This is the girl from the picture. And Willow is just has the blankest stare on her face. She's not emoting like most of the movie. She's not emoting at all. So you don't know what the deal is. So Nick Cage is like, okay, I guess this is my job then. So he runs as the bear. He runs into the pair, and there's one girl with Rowan, one of the older, the adult women, and she's like, right. "Sister Beach, what's the problem? Like, what's the matter?" And he just cold cocks her. <laughs> he's just, like I said, knocking women out left and right. He's just one punch. He's done all the shit. Done. Yes, he goes up, takes the bear mask off, kind of, and is like, "Rowan, my name is Edward. I'm here to save you." And, you know, Sister Summer's Eve is like, go get him, you know. So he takes her, he takes her, they're running, they're running through the place. They get, they're on the hill again, and this time his phone goes off. Right. 
Which, which my mind goes to, like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Like, so, really? So he flips mind it over. if this is day three, and this is 2006, yeah. even with that flip phone, it's been searching for a signal. It would have been done in, like, three hours. Right, exactly. But somehow he gets a call. He opens it up and goes, Pete, Pete, help me, help me. And it's dead. Like, he of just course. flips it off. And is like, okay, right. well. So now, oh, also, well. we know Pete should be on the trail, possibly. You know what I mean? He's going... He's been what gone. Like, what happened to him? He brought me yeah, this right. information. Where, where is he? That kind of thing. So at least we think maybe that might play a role into something. It does not, by the way. No. Uh, so he gets out of the bear suit. He's got his gun. He's telling Rowan to slow down, slow down, you know, whatever. And what has Rowan done? She has led him to a new spot. Where, huge clearing. Yeah, a huge, huge clearing, clearing where all the people, all the townspeople are waiting for Whole him. Whole village. Yep. Right. And she runs up to her mom, Willow, and goes, Mommy, Mommy, did I do good? And she's like, yeah, baby, you're the best. Yeah, and you're fine, blah, yeah. blah, blah. She was like smiling for the first time. Um, and everyone's happy, and they're like, ah, he's here. And I wish I'd written down, this is where I didn't make a note, but they're fucking words they said like the hunter has become or the 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 hunted has followed the hunters <laughs> so it, it was a dumb. very bad convoluted all way rack around yeah. just saying because what they basically so, say so we knew look if you didn't know what was going to happen in this movie you're fucking dumb like there's true. no doubt about it we're gonna i'm gonna try and put more thought into what this movie was trying to do but in general you should have <laughs> known that he was the, going to be the sacrifice and not the girl absolutely that that, yeah. that you're you're you should not be watching movies ever again if you did not get that okay just letting you guys know that it was one of those well any type of island situation anyway as soon as you go on the island assume you're never leaving the island right. and that's i mean movie. if it's lost if it's lost you're any, gonna, yeah, any, any tv show <laughs> name lost anything else you're not leaving that fucking island Hawaii Five-0. Maybe, maybe even the movie The Island? I don't think they leave that island either. So Island? I mean, we can keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Club Dread? <laughs> Club Dread? Woo! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, all right. So now Nick Cage is like, no, get away from them, Rowan, blah, blah. And <laughs> he goes, and obviously the girl, he realizes what's going on. Because every, right. every woman who was such a bitch to him the entire movie has some line about how they planned all this and he's an idiot man, like that kind of thing. Right. And now I'll tell you, I got the feeling when this was happening, I was like, is this the way the world is going to be if Hillary Clinton becomes president? That, that, I was like, they foreshadowed it. They completely <laughs> I totally need to build a meme with her in those robes and like paint her face. <laughs> Fuck. Sometimes sacrifices must be made. Oh, dot, exactly. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, oh, here I have no political feelings either way, but I thought that that was like perfect. I was like, a society run by women where men are subjugated aren't 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 ever taught anything, used for breeding, and are sacrificed for a better harvest. Hillary right. Clinton. There you go. There you go. For a better tomorrow. <coughs> well, more honey, at least. <laughs> no, more, more honey. So Nick Cage is kind of getting into his mind what's going on. He's still got his gun, mind you. Now, oh, fuck, we forgot about this part. So he runs into, um, he runs in before this happened. When, when this was, I think he was mad he was about to go to Sister Summer's Eve house and yell at her. 
um, he ran into that school teacher again. Remember that? Oh, Rose. Yeah. Right. And she, yep. And she's on the bike and she's got her stupid bird mask on. And he goes, you know, hey, don't go to the sacrifice. You know, it's, she's a little girl. And he, he, she's like, oh, there's, there's Don always tipping those windmills until the end. And I'm like, yeah. you fucking bitch. Like, yeah, pretty much. And I, I, out of all the people he like punched, I'm surprised he didn't yeah, knock he didn't her up. Yeah, he didn't hit her because she was almost the worst. She like, was. She the besides Beach, besides sis- yeah, besides Sister Beach, she was she was the worst. So right. he goes, get off the bike. And she's like, no. And three times he tells her to get off the bike where she tries to push into him. That's too, too many. Just one time right. and then the movie can go on. But then he right. takes his gun out. So I'm bookmarking this again. Takes his gun out, points it at her and says, get off the bike, give it to me. And then throws her mask at her and says, keep the stupid mask. <laughs> and goes, right. Which I thought was also a great line. So anyway, so I just had to preface that again. So he's got his gun. Right. He's got his gun pointed to everyone. He's being surrounded, right. he's basically. Being completely surrounded. Being surrounded. And he goes, Willow, why would you do this to me? And she's going back and forth between... I can't tell because she's such a bad actress if she's supposed to feel anything for him as well or if she's happy because it goes back and forth the whole time of whether or not she's happy about this or not. She's just such a bad actress. Yeah, but my mind never goes to like she cared. Like it's it's it comes off as bad acting through the whole movie. It is bad acting, but it's coming off as like. I'm supposed to fake that I'm looking for my daughter because there's really well, no yeah. oh for sure yeah or you know like emotion or that I'm frantic that I'm actually missing my child like that's never really there right you know you see her happy when obviously that last part with you know with yeah. Rowan actually coming up to her but I don't feel like there's any sort of happiness or connection with Cage at all like it was almost one of those this is almost over and technically my mission is done right. And that's like, a possibility, that's what I get yeah. From it. Yeah, that, that's a that's a fine way to look at it. But yeah, she goes, she goes. You played your part so perfectly. Like yeah, you're about you're to be, to you're supposed to be proud. You're you're about to be the sad. And you know, Sister Summer's Eve's like, yes, my daughter is right. And you're like, oh, shocking. yeah, shocking, yeah. And she goes, she chose you years ago when she chose like you you're it's your destiny she chose you years ago to be the one once she gave herself to you know whatever the fuck yeah, yeah. self-sacrifice yeah because it had to be a blood sacrifice or whatever right. so that's there you go is this is someone who what technically by the way it's it's a blood sacrifice later right now it's not a blood sacrifice you realize why it will be later um if you if you get what i'm saying but right so he's like, what do you, you know, blah, blah, no. And he's like, get back, I'll shoot all of you, you know, all this kind of thing. And they're talking about how, you know, the harvest and the drum must die and all this kind of stuff. Now, by the way, at this moment when they're there, you did notice who was in the crowd of women, right? When, when they were taking off their masks? Refresh me. I believe I'm I'm fairly certain oh, yeah. that it was the woman police officer was one of right. the women that took off their mask. So right. So now before we go back, before we go into the final ending, because right now Nick Cage is at a standoff. You know, there's there's right. there's he's got surrounded yeah he's surrounded. But we need to go back now. So what I'm thinking, obviously she's the one that gave him the the letter. For right. sure. That she gave it. him the invitation. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, they mentioned the witch thing. The Salem witch thing. Right. I can only think, the only way the whole uh, car accident thing makes any sense whatsoever 
is this somehow she cast a spell? Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't, I don't think it actually happened. Like the, the, the circumstances to make, unless they sacrifice two of their own, unless that, that mother and the daughter were from there and they sacrifice right. themselves before this happens. Like, but then why wouldn't they find the body? Would, did they not find it because the blonde police officer came and got the bodies before anything right. could happen? But Nick Cage didn't pass out. They just faded away from that scene. He didn't pass out from that. I don't think. It's just well, a, a lot yeah, of it's, it goes yeah. back to a lot of things have to line up for any of this to work because also right. he they said in, in this whole showdown thing, they're saying that he had to show up there of his own free will at this specific time. So what if Nick Cage just had been like, oh, you know what? I don't really have the time. I kind of want to go see a movie like I don't want to show up at, you know, Well, that, but it's also they keep saying it's because of the bad harvest and we need to sacrifice you for that like how would you have known that there was a bad harvest the year before like that's why you sent out the note to get him to come like is that part of it well the i, I think that's i think that's what it is so they have the bad harvest they realize that based on their sacrifice books that they have on sure. this this yeah. is the next person yeah on this on well on this no no they they mentioned they've done it before Right. This isn't the first time. So I'm assuming no, no, they no. have the whole plan. And that's why the women are pregnant is because they're probably pregnant from going out and, and, doing, getting, this. and doing it. Yeah, Exactly. For, that's how you get the superior breeding. Yeah. And for different options if the harvest is bad. You know, that kind of right. thing. But I, for him to have shown up there at that time instead of – and also why not? Like why go – why put him through two days worth of bullshit? You know what I mean? Right. Why don't you just kill him right off the bat? Yeah. And also, well, I mean, I'm guessing based on the sacrifice, he had to be there on that day. So right. why not have sent that letter two days later? You're right. You know what I mean? Like, I guess you well, wouldn't have a movie. They want to give you a 48 hour buffer just in case. Versus, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, really? Right. See, that's, that's, that's what I'm questioning. And then also, I understand, I originally question. Why did they kill the guy who brought Nick Cage over? Because they needed Nick Cage to get there. So why would they kill him? And the thing I can only summarize from that is that if cops are looking for Nick Cage later... Yeah, it's plausible deniability. But, like, we don't have anybody come here. But also, how can it be plausible deniability when there was only one person that ever made deliveries there? And yeah, But you don't know that anybody else knows that. Ah, That's tough, though. You're right. You're 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 right. But that's a lot of that's a lot of loose ends to be tied up because once they realize he's on Summer's Eve, be, uh, Summer's Isle, because they told because <laughs> they told they told him like he told the police that that's where he was going. Now, unless the blonde cop is able to cast spells on people, which might be the case. Like I originally see this is when I went overthinking. Is right. I I thought that maybe they set up. For anyone, let's say they ever have to do this and they have a cop that they're doing it with, right? If they if they do this, maybe they set it up to have a little girl and a mother die in front of them so that they have it in their mind of, hey, I didn't get to save that one. So right. now I have that a chance to save yeah, this that one. Drives there. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think the movie thought that like that, but that's no. what I think makes this a good movie if that is correct. But still, right. was it a witch? Did she cast like what did she? Well, just though, and there's so many ways where they could have easily confirmed that and cut out the random little bullshit that yeah. they didn't need in because the movie, I, but they just didn't do. What I was half expecting, 
And maybe I missed this. So, you know, for anyone out there listening, email ianhates at gmail.com or submit the form that's on www.ianhates.com if you know this movie well enough. I was looking around in the crowd of people, you know, the villagers or the cult people, whatever, whatever. to see if that mother and daughter that were in the yeah, car to see if they too. were there. But I didn't see them. I saw right. the police officer. Right. And maybe they were right next to her. And that's just I noticed her, but I didn't notice them. But he also, when that happens, does not say, hey, fucking sergeant, what's your name? Like, right. how, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, he doesn't right. say any of that kind of thing. And he has time right. to as well. He can easily oh, say, yeah. what the fuck? Call Pete. You know, like something. Yeah. And then she goes, no, I'm not here for the, you know, I'm one of them. Yeah. You know, whatever. Right. None of that happens. Absolutely none of that happens. So, I think I think those are all the plot points, right? Basically, she says, you know, uh, Summer's Eve says, you have a date with the Wicker Man. You know, that kind of thing. And everyone's like, the drone must blah, blah, blah. Now he's like, I'll fucking shoot every one of you with my gun. Now, right. so I, I didn't miss any part up to here, right? Any no. storyline part. Okay. Because no. this is the big, this is where I mentioned the bookmarking of certain things. So at that moment, he starts clicking his gun and it's not firing anything. And Willow puts up her hand and lets all the bullets drop from her hand. This is my question. He's a cop. He holds his gun a lot, presumably. There are there's a lot of weight to ammo. No, you can tell the difference if it's loaded and yes, not loaded. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know his adrenaline is going and whatnot. So I'm assuming that the only time that he was away from his gun, because I pointed it out, you know, after the bees, he checked it. So it was fine. Right. So it must after have been fact. when he was in the water, but when did they have time to take his coat, take his gun, get rid of the bullets, and have Willow come back? Because he was at the porthole the whole time. So wouldn't he have been yelling at someone when they were walking down, going, hey, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but no, no. But see, you see somebody come down and block the porthole. Yes. It could have been during that time. But, well, but that's, a, was, quick, that, that's a fucking that, quick change. That's a quick change. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because Willow did not walk down with the coat. So that's a, no. that's my other thing. All right. So I'm assuming she got it there. But why I also brought up when he pointed the gun at Sister Rose, right there he should have been like, this doesn't seem very heavy. Like exactly. after Lee, like not in front of her because that would have given it away. But right. while he's riding his bike away, he should have been like, this is not as heavy. Let me check this clip. That's all I'm saying. Cops right. know their guns and their stuff well enough. No matter what crazy shit is happening. Like, sure, you can mess it with the safety being on or off. Like, fine. But it's 12 bullets? Ah, I don't, I don't think so. So, just saying. Maybe it's a little plot hole, but it kind of meant a little bit of Cage's life. Because I'm pretty sure if it, the cool ending I would have had was if he had a bullet, if he had shot himself. So that there That's was no sacrifice. I was like, yeah. this is where it's going to go. Fuck you. I'm not going to have you sacrifice me. I'm going to sacrifice myself. That would have made I this movie a little bit better. It, it right. honestly would have, yeah. So, at least anyway, I'm screwing all yeah. of you over. Right. So now at this point, people realize, fuck him. He's got no bullets in that gun. Now, he gets a couple nice bro kicks off where he just <laughs> he kicks a few, peop- <laughs> a few guys. And then, you know, he's fighting and people are now. Now, let me ask you this. What is the next scene from this for you? 
Um, it goes dark, and you hear him them break his legs. Ah. All right, so you had the same version I had. Okay. In the other version, it does not go dark. They hold him down and put his legs on this, the wooden logs. And then they, they are fucking dicks to him because they go ahead and they bring over a huge mask. And it, it's a specialized mask to keep the fucking bees in. And they pour a shitload of bees on his face. <laughs> And that's and that's where the line from the beginning of the line from the beginning of the podcast comes from, where he goes, he goes, ah, oh, not the bees, my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, what the fuck are you referencing? Right, no, because they don't they don't do that. Like even when it goes dark, it's just, oh yeah. my god, you broke my leg. Well, like, that's and it. we'll we'll talk about that as well. But then also, even actually before that, well, no, no. So he, they do the they do that, and then yeah, then they break his legs. But instead of going, and this is what I love so much. Instead of just going, ah, that hurts so much, you fucks. You know, whatever it is. It's, ah, my legs, my legs, you broke yeah, my no, legs. Yeah, like, that's not necessary. <laughs> but just, I get why they did that. If it goes dark, then you're not going to know what the fuck they did anyway. Well, right, but they do it also in the, I don't know if this was the unrated version on YouTube or something like that, but it was just clips. So I just, I was like ending scene because I wanted to see the people in it again and, and like freeze right, right. it. But that's, they went to that scene. I was like, wait a second. That yeah, wasn't on the scene. Yeah. But yeah, they did a fucking For torture. Yeah, they did a torture bee mask on him. And I'm like, well, fuck them. That's a dick move. They're about to kill him. Like, so they did he that. Why would you do that? You know he has anaphylaxis, so technically you're killing him with the bees beforehand. So, or did you quote unquote cure, cure him? him with yeah, natural well, thing. And that's the whole witchcraft thing, I think, too, because I said the same thing. If she chose him specifically, she chose him years ago, right? Wouldn't one thing that they would want to make sure is that he wasn't allergic to bees? Wouldn't wouldn't that be the one thing to make sure? Because if he got stung, he could die instantly, and then you wouldn't get your sacrifice. It's the same as why would you lock him underwater? He could have easily drowned. Right. And then you don't have your sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the witchcraft. Also, thinking back, bringing back the witchcraft, he had three puncture marks in his arm. Oh, when he woke up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They make- that's a witch thing, too. Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The triangle? Kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I think that's why they threw in. And by the way, I'm sure that was a last minute throw in of we're descendants from Salem or whatever because they couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't explain this any other way. But like I said, everything has to line up really, really well for this to work out. That's that was my main thing is really well. So, yeah. So this is a pretty brutal. I mean, maybe that's why they cut it out of the theatrical release, maybe. But, yeah, they fucking put a bee mask on him. And he's fucking getting stung by bees, and that's where. And also, he yells. <laughs> so one of the things he yells, he's like, "This is murder, murder! You'll all be guilty, and you're doing it for nothing. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey." <laughs> he makes reference to that. He's like, "This your sacrifice means nothing. Like it yeah. doesn't. He's like, mean I don't it. believe in do anything. Yeah, he's like, I don't believe in your god. So why would this sacrifice mean anything? Which is a right. g- Fucking good point, Nick Cage. True. Fucking good point. Because I was pretty sure the sacrifices had to be of believers. Part of the religion. Uh, yeah. Right. Like so some, it's a purity uh, thing. Right. So, and also, there are tons of guys there that are probably blood related that s- don't mean anything in that society. <laughs> so clearly. why didn't they just sacrifice? <laughs> why not just right, sacrifice Right. It has them? to be an outsider too. Like it's one of those. 
man, they, they got crazy rules. <laughs> crazy rules for this. There's so much. Yeah. There's literally have so many books. So then, and then he yelled, bitches, you bitches. <laughs> also, which is why I use that word a lot in this because I was, it's my homage to Nick. Uh, that is funny. Yes. And then, of course, the my legs, my legs, which was also <laughs> great. And then, so now is where you see the giant fucking wicker man, which this is why I question how did he not see this from any point right. in the island? But maybe it's because, you know, the island's bigger than we were made right. to believe. Right. And yeah, I mean, I don't see why also when they're in that field and they're surrounding anyway, he wouldn't be like, fuck. Like, fuck, that's yeah. where that would go, too, because I'm sorry, but the little girl tied up to the post, your mind does not go to this. You're not going to burn this in effigy. There's nothing here to burn. Yeah, there's She's nothing there to burn. To yeah, it's dumb. So, but um, he wasn't that smart, so. No. Yeah, no, this this thing, I mean, we're talking Burning Man. This is a yeah. giant fucking thing. And it's got animals, which goes back to what I guess they were carrying in the, the bag. But, sacrifice. So they're blah, making blah, blah. tons of animal sacrifices. But, yeah, but before he even gets sent up there, you're hearing the, oh, my knee, my legs, my legs. And then... <laughs> He, they show him the Wicker Man. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just like tie him up and fucking lift him to the top. And then this is where the blood sacrifice comes in because it's not Willow who does it. It's not anyway. It's, it's Rowan who's carrying right. the big torch. And as she's walking up, Nick Cage is like, don't do it, honey. Drop it. Drop it, honey. <laughs> And she does. She drops it. All right. She drops it right underneath him, and it fucking. And then it's just him screaming in fucking agony right. while they yell, "The drone must die. The die. drone must die." Uh, it's just. Ugh. So look, Nick Cage punched four women, uh, knocked out four women, took, took right out a, in the face, took out a couple guys. I mean, I guess he yeah. fought back a little bit, but the, you yeah. know, he did not get his you know come up he's not that was the thing nick cage was never a bad person he was never no, like yeah. he just was an idiot for showing up to this i mean let that be a lesson to all guys out there if you get a letter saying hey i live on a remote island with fucking bees everywhere You're and making this way too complicated it's called wrap it up or pull out is all i'm saying covers all your bases you don't have to worry were, about random children they were getting there. they were getting married they were getting. Doesn't matter. <sighs> Whatever. So you have that shit locked down. Okay. Locked yeah, you're gonna out. you're gonna be the let's talk about sex to the younger people listening and make sh- please <laughs> we do public service announcements on this podcast. Yes. No, my public service announcement <laughs> is don't get fucking fooled into going to a remote island by some witches that are gonna fucking sacrifice you. If you do the math and you realize that the daughter in the picture is the same age as when you last saw this woman, then say, hey, this probably isn't a good idea. Why don't you come over yeah, here? You show up like Rambo. Yeah. Or, don't just bring a gun. You show up like Rambo. Why don't you come over here? Meet me halfway. <laughs> meet, meet me halfway. We'll talk about this on, on neutral ground. Yeah, a bar, a, a coffee house, like whatever you got. I, I, I don't know, a honey factory. Like whatever cool. makes you feel better. Whatever makes you feel better, darling. <laughs> we're good but yeah so that is by the way not the end of the movie no uh, so the and, best scene of the movie I, is about to happen yeah, and i kind of want i, I kind of wish i had the unrated version now because i'm wondering if there were other scenes that were missing because right. i would love to talk about them but uh that was all i found on youtube anyways so they they cut six months later and they're in los angeles i guess right yeah. they are in, Los in la and they're at a bar and 
It's James Franco. Yes. James Franco and John Ritter's son. Yes. <laughs> and I was so, so, because the only other place I've seen John Ritter's son was in the movie Freddy vs. Jason. That was the only other time I've ever seen him. And I was like, He's that's a horror fan. It's fine. Yeah. I was like, that's John Ritter's son. Uh, so they're hanging out at a bar. And I guess this is how guys talk in a bar. And they're kind of leaning up. Yeah, they're just kind of leaning up against the bar. And they're like, you see anything? And he's like, no, nothing here. It's like, oh, it's early. It's early. So I guess, it, you know, and then all of a sudden they see, uh, I guess it's Willow walk by. Right? Yeah. yeah, something like that. So they go, oh, let's go check that out. So they're wearing preppy shit. And there are other girls in the bar, by the way. I'm seeing, oh, yeah. I'm seeing them. And they're not all talking to guys. But they go in the back room, and there's Willow and Sister Honey, Lily Sobieski. Yeah. Yep. And they're sitting there, and they've got, like, <laughs> James Franco and John and Ritter have the biggest shitty grins on their faces. They're just like, fuck yeah, we cornered these two <laughs> ladies. Like, this is going to be right. great. So they're like, oh, this is awesome. They t- take a seat, and they're like, this is awesome. We thought... There were no normal people here. Like, yeah, and just those all lawyers. Yeah, all lawyers. Yeah, like what a what a line that is. You know, that's right. that's great. Because you two clearly aren't lawyers. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. Really? They were actually. You know what? That was a very sexist comment on their part. Right? <laughs> it was very sexist. Now you two dress like hoes, so we gotta come over and talk to you. They, I mean, they were dressed to impress in that in yes, that fashion. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. So yeah, they sit down and Willow says hello, and then she like. She whispers something in Lily Sobieski's ear, which we don't know. Like, no. not at all. But she's like, do you want to go get drinks with me? She's talking to uh, Ritter. Ritter. And he's like, yeah, a couple pictures. You know, and also, by the way, when when uh, she whispers, like, they they pan back to... <laughs> They pan back to uh, Franco and Ritter, just giving each other the douchiest like, smiles. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're, we're getting some. So... <laughs> Willow's like, okay, you let's go. So they both go, leaving James Franco and Lily there. Oh my God, this is the worst. She, awesome. Yes, yes. Awesome. It is. It's so awesome. She goes. So what do you do? For what do you do? And he's like, oh, I, I'm, uh, I'm in the police academy. I just graduated. Yeah. So obviously oh. they've got something for the police. And I guess my theory for this one is, if they ever need these people, these are the most likely to come help. Because yeah. they're they have a duty to help kind of police so I guess that's the only people they're allowed to have sex with, you know whatever. So he he says that and she he's like yeah I'm out in the valley, um uh, and she goes let me ask you a question all sexy she's like let me ask you a question like you want to try it, Kelly try it out no uh, you're doing a great job actually uh, am I doing a great job yeah you are Ooh. Let, let me ask you a question <laughs> like so so she. <laughs> And he goes, yeah. And she says, where are you going? Where are you going tonight? And he goes, I'm going, I'm going home. And he, he's got that shit eating uh, James Franco yeah, yeah, expression yeah. on his face. And he's like, I'm going home to my, to my apartment in the Valley. And she says, well, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you do me a favor? Will you take me with you? And he just <gasps> like smiles. He yes. just got that. And then while this is fucking happening, in the background, there's a bunch of B sounds and then the screams of <laughs> Nicolas Cage as they zoom in on Lily Sobieski and cut to black. <laughs> Which is, Franco is the next sacrifice. 
Oh, you're so mean. He just wanted to get some. He's probably a nice guy. Will now be sacrificed. Yeah, and then and, and by the way, as a Omot, like I I feel bad. I'm sure Johnny Ramone is spinning in his grave. But this movie was dedicated to him, like because Nick Cage used to be like a good friend of his. So he passed away in like 2004, and this movie was dedicated to him. So anytime you see it, that's the first thing that comes up when it fades to black. Yeah, if I was fucking dead, I would not want a shit movie dedicated to me. What? Remember that, people. If you do not, do not dedicate. So, so Jurassic World 18, and will not be dedicated to Ian, to Ian when he passes away. Hates. Yes, do not dedicate that to Ian Hates. Uh, but yeah, so to be honest, look, I did not hate this movie because no. it was so funny. Like, oh yeah, it was so funny, bad. And I really enjoyed even doing this podcast too. I hope people understood like what we were talking. I think this was one of our best like piece by piece going through because it was just so fun to talk about this movie. (laughs) And I know I looked too far into it to make all the pieces fit, but I just had to. Like I had I had to know why. Like I would love to talk to someone who wrote this and just be like, so what was the point of the girl getting hit by the truck like what right. was the point well, it, it feels like that what they tried to do is it feels like this is a ripoff of a book and this is like this scene has to be here because of this this is this but we actually don't have the four hours we need to actually show you how this is actually going to play out Possibly, so yeah. these are our key points that kind of work right right that's that's a possibility yeah for sure but yeah i i i wouldn't say i hate this i wouldn't recommend it either if you're looking, no. there are there is a certain segment of the population that do look for bad horror movies because they enjoy laughing at them and whatnot. Right. So this is one of those movies. If you especially if you're a huge Nick Cage fan, you'll enjoy this because of how bad he is. Like he has no help for sure, but he goes way over the top on things that you don't have to. You no. know what I mean? And it's one of those things where I almost don't even want to stick this into the bad horror movie. Um, genre like as it's it's not a horror movie i mean yeah there's a couple i guess pop out but like but not really it, it's almost like okay bad it's well mystery drama yeah like it's bad horror movie or like the year if you're right. looking for like that kind of a spoof thing is obviously the final girls because that's what you get well and that is this, oh, okay. graphic. this is this is more mystery thriller yeah, yeah well yeah we'll, we'll call it that yeah that's that's yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a very bad mystery because it was very easy to tell how that was gonna turn out I mean, this is, so, yeah. Yeah. yes but I just, I'm just laughing. So that's what I enjoy. Like, I wish we could find more movies like this. Like, I would, I would also, if you want bad. I'm pretty sure our movie next week will be like this too, actually. Ah, uh, I. Really? Or, you know, there's enough one-liners and shit. Yes, and there the are enough. No, no, no. Actually, you, well, we should tell people. We can tell people this, right? Well, I kind of want to allude to it. I don't really want to tell them, but I want to read the tagline. Oh, you don't think people will be able to guess it? Well, that's fine. All right, go but, ahead. Uh, All right, read the tagline. Okay. Go ahead. She's not evil. Not just high school evil. Yeah, I think people know what it is. But oh, it was... It, so yeah, um, it, that movie does have one of my all-time favorite lines in it. So I, I am looking forward to quoting that and talking about it. But yes, that's going to be our next movie. Uh, we won't tell you right now. But no, I... There, that movie, I have more questions in it than I do have answers like I think I do for Wicker Man. 
like Wicker Man. Like I enjoyed the movie we're gonna do next week. Like I definitely enjoyed right. it. But oh, yeah. but I have more questions of like, wait, this doesn't. There's no backstory to why. Like I'm supposed to. Aren't I supposed to feel sorry for this person? Like the whole movie, I'm feeling sorry for the bad person. Like the whole entire movie, I'm like this. This she doesn't deserve this. Like what? Why she's a nice person? It doesn't seem like this is a good thing. Like that kind of thing. You know what I mean? I think I can give you a woman's perspective on that. Uh, Kelly, you've never been able to give me a woman's perspective before. Why would I think now? Bottom. Fine. Fine. The bees. My eyes. Shut up. Cover yourself. Phallic symbol, phallic symbol, phallic yes! symbol. <laughs> I hope my 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 main wish for this podcast is that people listen to this by mistake, like on speakers at work right. at some point, yes. and I just yelled phallic symbol loudly, and it just goes out into their cube, and other people around them hear. <laughs> That's what, that is my my ultimate goal for this podcast. But yeah, so we yeah. do have we do have an ex. I so yeah, I wouldn't recommend this to normal people. I would recommend this to people that are looking for something to laugh at and need to round out their Nick Cage library. You know that right. That kind and of I thing. would say that it's still better than some of his more recent work. Oh yeah, far. like the fucking like the fucking movie where um the uh the rapture happens and he's a pilot like that movie sucks ass like yeah he's the movies he makes are awful huh the knowing no that's not what it's called isn't that it no it's like last right i don't know it's something it's some book series some christian book series with the rapture it's like multiple multiple books i don't know it was on netflix and i saw it and i was like nick cage is in a movie about the rapture i'm sure he's gonna be killing demons and shit like this is gonna be great and instead it's the first part of a huge series of like christian books or whatever and he's the pilot that yeah it's fucked up there's like a whole plane uh landing scene where he has to have his daughter like bring him in to land on a i don't know it's fucked up do you, are you looking it up right now? Yep. Well, now we have dead air. I'm sorry. My legs! <laughs> my <laughs> legs! How did it get she burned? How did it get burned? How did it get burned? Sorry. Can't help it. That season of the witch. Anyway. No, that's see what else oh, okay. But yeah, I no. look I wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind doing more movies. Like I think we should also do some current ones every once in a while, obviously. Um, like bad, right. bad current ones, but I would also do fucking um, for, uh, sorry, Jason X. Jason X, I think, was a amazingly great horror movie. Like with how campy it was, they have some of the best kills in any horror movie. In that Left Behind, Left Behind. There you go. Yeah, it's a book series, right? Sure. Oh, whatever. Uh, I am needed to tell you that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I did watch that on Netflix, and I could easily make fun. Of it. It's like it's a little bit like Speed as well, but with no humor. Where on uh. the they're on the plane, and the rapture happens, and there is no way. By the way, there is no way that anyone can disappear from a plane like and be hiding. Like over half the plane is gone, and then there are the people that are left over, and they're like, "Someone stole my child," and it's like, "No, bitch." Half the plane's gone, and all yeah. their metal, all their metal is here, and their clothes. So something else happened, and then right. Vern Troyer's in it, and he's all mad and upset, and he's like, "It's the black guy. He did it." 
And they're like, no, it's the Muslim guy. Like, seriously, it was so fucked up because this is what, wow. I mean, it's it's Christian books, remember? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that'll piss some people off. But, yeah, they, it was oh. it was so bad. Um, we could easily do uh, Ian Hates movies on that for sure, but why even bother? There are so many yeah. other better movies to do. Yeah, yeah. I would like to point out he is in a movie that's coming out in 2017 called Vengeance, a love story. I mean, aren't they all? <laughs> I'm kind of excited about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That sounds great. I, <laughs> all right. I think, is there anything else we want to go over movie related right now? Do you want to do your plug for um, for the doc? Oh, okay. So next Tuesday, um, they are releasing the teaser trailer for Doctor Strange. There you go. Yay! Yep. So excited. And then, as most people know, if they were at all on... Um, internet today yep uh jeez uh yeah the new star wars trailer Ugh. so it's like every fucking december now we're gonna have every year we're gonna have a new star wars movie um once again it just looks like any other movie just add in you know stormtroopers or whatever uh yeah i don't i i don't get the whole star wars thing people know i don't uh i don't get it but I think now, but I think so many people now, since there's just going to be Star Wars movie after Star Wars movie, I think people are just going to stop saying, let's go to the movies. They're just going to go say, let's go see a Star Wars. It's just Star Wars is going to be the new yeah, mo- like see, movie you're, word. You're making that too vague because really it's let's go see a Disney movie because that's all Star Wars. Oh, uh, well, that's yeah, because Mar- Marvel that's too, all, yeah. I mean. Yeah, let's go see a Disney film and they'll be, but they could be talking about an independent film. It's just, they're just going to say, let's go see a Disney. Let's go see a right. Star Wars. And Same. I mean, like. The next Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah. So, uh, fuck this. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So, I think, believe it or not, Kelly, on a movie that was an hour and 40 minutes, we did two, two hours, hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> this yeah, is almost, that's right. almost as long as Batman versus Superman. <laughs> <laughs> so, we should probably, even though we are giving people a lot of comedy fodder, we should probably stop here, I would say. Um, say it tonight? Yeah. Save tonight. Uh, Fight the brick of dawn. Come tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be gone. Wow, how do I remember? Holy That's amazing. Sh- that actually. was crazy. Nice. I could have even gone on with that. That's nuts. <laughs> wow. Alright, what about closing time? You want to sing that one? Everyone knows that one. No, I'm not gonna Closing time. Yeah, no. Oh. No. Okay. No, no, no. Singing is not My one of the mind just goes to the office and I can't. Oh. So Oh, right, with um Ah, uh, what's his fucking face? Uh, yeah, he was the manager at the time, right? And that was how they ended each day. Yeah, Andy, um, Andy, uh, yeah, yeah. Ed. Helms. Yes. Yes, there you go. Okay. Yeah, absolutely right. All right, go ahead, uh, do your plugs. All right, you can always find me on Instagram at NerdyGirlIvy. I'm working on other social media. And then, of course, on Facebook. And I've been a slacker on Facebook, and I apologize. Yeah, you have. I will be fixed. I know. We need more and people following And I'm fixing that us. because I'm, I'm dealing with some other social media stuff, so where it won't be a problem, and I will be promoting more, I promise. There you go. Uh, so you are listening to Ian Hates Movies. You can find all of this on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app, listening app, however you want to say it. Uh, you can also interact with us on Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast. That's podcast singular, so Ian Hates Podcast. Uh, there are a lot of followers. They're mostly musician people, 
Like because <laughs> I also do the Ian hates music and yeah, you do a bunch of them, and yeah. then I've been a slacker, so we have no movie followers. Well, really, what so. I mean, what no studios are gonna follow us? Like it's more the That's music. That's not true. I I know a couple people who are listening who are actually pretty high up in some of the studios. Well, then get them to follow. <laughs> Even though I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, Craig, who co-hosts Ian Hates Music with me, he does most of the Twitter stuff. Like I put stuff up there, but I don't go, "Hey, I'm going to see this movie." You know what I mean? Like I don't have yeah. interactions with people that way. Um, I do it more on Facebook. Uh, so you can look up Ian Hates on Facebook. We'll do both streams there, and basically, so you can you can subscribe, like, share, do all that kind of stuff for each stream, so you can. The movies one, the music one, or both. It's up to you. We uh, For the music one, last night, we actually just had another great interview. Uh, this time the band was a band called uh, The Things They Carried. Uh, and I really, really like them. So we do we do band interviews pretty much every week. Why are you laughing? Because I said I really No, I'll like... say something after we get off the air. Oh, oh, tease. So, yeah. <laughs> So I talked to It's we... not movie related. It's music related. And you guys are going to have to wait. So there yeah, go. there you go. So uh, had a great interview. Basically, we almost have a band interview every week, and I can't give away who the special guests are next week, but it's another great band. We only have people on that we love anyways, so it's not like we would have people on and like... like this. Don't bring musicians on that we trash and we're like, your music fucking sucks. I wouldn't mind doing that. <laughs> I really wouldn't, but I, it's not my style. I'll do that with movies. I don't know, but with, mus- with music, it's all about music I love. So... Yeah, just so you can listen to that once again. So Kelly and I, we gave you the hint of what next week's movie is going to be. Um, so it's going to be a fun one. But I just have a lot more questions in that movie. You know, kind of, I don't know how to feel throughout the movie. So we will we'll do that and then we'll have other movies coming up. But hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. Please like, share, subscribe. subscribe. It, I mean, it makes everything bigger, the the better the audience the more interaction we get make sure to email us if you've got movies you want us to do remember we're going to open up the the pay by thing so if you have a shitty movie that you love making fun of and you want to make fun of it along with us let us know like that's things we can work out we can do all that kind of stuff so interact with us that way ianhates at gmail.com www.ianhates.com facebook twitter all of that stuff i don't do instagram just because i don't take pictures surprise so i mean i do i do podcasts that's what i like to do uh so right i think that covers everything i'm pretty sure yeah yep so kelly uh any final words you want to say um phallic symbol phallic symbol (laughs) phallic symbol my eyes my eyes uh (laughs) and i will leave you the way i always do Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.